From the heart of the city to the outer edges of the Beltway and beyond, this is the District of Misfits Show. The drinking show with a podcast problem. This is your guide into our unique and beautiful city. The good, the bad, the ugly, as well as the funny and straight up ridiculous. Told by us before someone tells it for us. The opinions expressed on this show are our own. And we make no apologies. What up, heathens, and happy May to you. I'll drink. Welcome to another episode of the District that of was me. Show. That was me. shot, Bowery. Oh, sweet. It wasn't me botching the openings. Awesome. It nope. was me. Cool. <laughs> so, like I was saying, my name is Boo. I'm here with my usual cohorts, Marcus and Val. And our good friend Kate is joining us this week, our special guest. Uh, we're going to be talking all kinds of, Ow. you know, catching up on the things that happened this week. And we're going to talk about adopting pets and loving yeah. pets because we're a bunch of animal lovers in this motherfucker and it's sunday we don't it's just a way to go out sunday where instead of talking about how shitty the world is we're gonna talk about cute furry things that like to cuddle and and love on you and stuff um but yeah before we do that would like to take this opportunity to ask all of you that are watching tuning in to please like and share on all of your favorite social media platforms for podcast consuming on facebook and instagram the district of misfits on twitter at dc misfits on twitch district of misfits um, and you can go to crushingdc.com and support us there by purchasing some of our wares and if you are interested in creating a podcast of your own we would love to get you started uh, you can reach out to us at the district of misfit show uh, at gmail.com wait did i fuck that up no but you fucked up the youtube channel i fucked up with the youtube channel oh the district of misfits show you didn't say it so i didn't fuck it up i just omitted it i don't have a i don't have a shot i got an eight percent beer though so here we go that works chug it chug it i'm joking don't chug it don't chug it don't chug it to get spicy Hi, Avalon. Yeah, hey, what's up, Avalon? Hey, what's up, unicorn? Hello. Um, but yeah, so uh, Marcus, what's on? What's up for uh, this week's show? Oh, actually, I have surprise. I have a surprise for you guys a little bit, a tiny bit later on in the show. I didn't want to say. I like surprises. During, and I have a surprise during well. the pre-production meeting. But yeah. I have a surprise as well. Maybe not as nice as yours, but I have a surprise. Uh, who, so yeah. On this week's show, we're going to talk about kitty cats, stupid white chefs, stupid Matt Gates, Jamie's love of cheese whiz. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I didn't see that in the notes in pre-production. Ah, okay. I got that. Is that cool. going into OnlyFans? Oh, yeah. Man, dude, that OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Like, we have, we, that, that OnlyFans joke got beat so hard last week that we, <laughs> we have to do it. We have to. We have to do it. Otherwise, we look like the biggest bunch of bitches ever. What's up, Megan? Um, yeah, jump in the chats, tell your friends, send out some invites, like and share this uh, with everybody. Um, my name is Boo. You can find me on all, well, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Reddit, even though I don't really post on Reddit. But you can find me there on all those at, at Crushing Boo. Crushing Boo. Crushing. Is it my turn? No, normally it's my turn next. Then go ahead. You can find me as the pasteurized chef. All the platforms. Shout out to I make, Sweet Animal I make, Love. 
sweet animal all, <laughs> all the sweet animal love like this, this <laughs> the comments it's already like hmm. and they're all good i found um, out now it's my turn yes no. okay Amy's so you can now find me now as always Valerie <laughs> michelle torres on facebook michelle with the dos l's l's um, on <laughs> on Twitters and the Instagrams at VMTDC. Val, I have yes, a suggestion. Please. You consolidate everything under Val. No, under under Michelle under Michelle Dos L's. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Dos L's. Michelle. <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> anyway, I don't use those fuckers. Anyway, I don't use the Twitter. I try, I really but do. I don't. No tweeting. I you try, to, but it just is too much. Do we have Do we have Caitlin's things? Do you have a? Are you Are you active on social media? Do you? I am. Is she? <laughs> I am a little too active. I asked that question rhetorically. <laughs> <laughs> Where can uh, where can you be found if someone wants to? Um, Ski Pony Wild is the main one, but I also have the Kittens of DC, Bartenders of DC. Marcus, do we have a graphic for any of that? Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't get that. Those graphics. Marcus, not those, none of those things. Marcus hates okay, us. He doesn't, you just work hard. he doesn't work hard on this show at all. He, he it was in her email. It was in the email. God damn it! Didn't the I do files that. are inside <laughs> the computer, Marcus. <laughs> I would. I would do the shot. <laughs> yeah. Do the shot, Marcus. It you're was definitely take, in her you're email. Take that mad dog to the shoulders. My <laughs> <laughs> shoulders are sunburned, bro. That's, that's, Especially because I know that he shoulders. was like eyeing me and being like, "You didn't send them to me." And I was like, "They're in the email." In the email. <laughs> she sent them in the email. One day we'll, we'll hire some poor intern to document the shenanigans behind the scenes. <laughs> The, it'll be like VH1 uh, behind the music, but behind the podcast. Up <laughs> oh, there, does you are correct? There, yeah, <laughs> you were so close. I was so fragile about the fortune. Picture. I was so broken by the looking at all the pictures that I got. <laughs> he literally like night, he like stormed off. He was like, "There are so many pictures on here. Tell her to show you one." That's not even a lot. You know, it's uh, not a lot. I'll just have, like, that's like she really did put in a folder with only five pictures that are like edited. Yeah. You know how many pictures I actually had? Like four hundred and fifty-five. Okay, I and like I put it down Marcus, to five. Marcus's brain would have leaked out of his ear. <laughs> <laughs> That is a true story. Drip, true drip, story because it almost happened this week already once. Oh. <laughs> oh, we got a shout out to Marcus from Delaware. What up, Marcus? Delaware. Cold Delaware. Oh, that's one of my that's one of my former cooks. Uh, Val, you actually might have met him the other day. It yeah. was like two we ran into him. He came out. I may not me. know this, but in Delaware, Marcus is a minor celebrity. Well, let's not get it ahead of ourselves. <laughs> really He's now, infamous, if not famous. I won't say, yeah. I'll say Although, more there was this one time we were we were walking in like the Grotto's Pizza, and this dude like from the parking lot was like, "Yo, what's up, dude? What are you doing back in town?" 
they let you back in here? The most hated person in this town. That's exactly what he said. He's like, aren't you like the most hated person in this town? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I know how to pick them. (laughs) (laughs) Some of my best friends are the most hated person in town. What are you talking about? Right? Um, So, yeah, before this all gets away from us and before Jamie comes Delta forcing through the fucking skylight again, um, (laughs) let's do safe safe words. (laughs) I'm going first. My safe word is kittens. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm writing it down so I don't forget. (laughs) Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm actually, let me put them in the notes. Shit. What is yours is kitten? Plural. Kittens. Time. Kittens. Kittens. Pussies. Well, no. No? Hey, this is a that's family not, show. Jamie, that's not Jamie's his kid face watches. Word. Jamie's kid is on it. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually part of our R&D department. People don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He does, does a better job than his dad. Quiet. He just Wait. smiles. Smiles. Oh, oh shit! I, I did Is not Boo mean. Here? Yeah, I think Boo, I don't know. <laughs> what happened? Usually, I get a head. What I, happened? Uh, I had a. I had a something super quick. I had to like. I had to do. <laughs> We're good. We're good. We're great. It's great to have. Uh, we, great to have you here. Right, so, Caitlin, give your uh, your What's your safe word. Well, what? 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 Give me your socials real quick again. Uh, Stevoni Wild. Can you spell that? Yay! There you go. Good job. Hey. Good job, Marcus. Good job. And then uh, kittens of DC. Yeah, that's the kitten one. That's the cute one. Nice. In that. Good Yo, job. Shout out to my man Sean Batten in the in in, in the comments. Uh, hashtag the Mighty Trouble Threat. Making, what, what? making a strong return in 2021, <laughs> we had a we had a a nice random well not random like because it was booked studio time but had a jam session yesterday with like four of the members. We did we had some fun. We did some like fucking dope ass spaced out fucking rocking shit. It was good. He's our also our other ghost producer asking why Boo's audio is a little bit lower than everybody else's. Oh, um. I don't know. Maybe I, I think I haven't quite settled into the show yet. I'm not really using my my voice, but I'll get there. Don't worry. You'll be like, shut the fuck up in a minute. <laughs> it's also a, a new mic, too. I don't have like... The disembodied head. He's just like floating around. <laughs> I just see. I just see. Like, I just think of the, the Death Row album. That's all I think of. Oh yeah, shit! Every time you do that, that's all I think of the nephro. Oh, you, did you just make a Suge Knight joke, bro? Is that what happened? I think he did. Was, was he the one wearing glasses? Did you just Suge Knight me? I was Tupac, man. We were all huh. Tupac, bro. <laughs> all right. Anyways, uh, safe we words. At? Safe words. Oh. We got off. Uh, yeah, we're off track here. Valerie, what you got? Uh, sparkle. Sparkle. Sparkly. 
I'm having some sparkly uh, spritzy sangria spritzes. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about them yet, but they were at the store and I thought I'd try. Marcus sent me off on um, to go to one of the, I I don't like it, going to the the liquor outlet store. It's a, I I already am. Everything's an outlet store in Delaware. I'm like already so um, distracted. Like I'm so easily distracted and. (laughs) And yeah. I'm so indecisive. And I walked in there and I was like, holy fuck, look at all these things. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, it took it's me, And then man. the one thing that I was really trying to look for that I was tasked to find was the fucking Mad Dog, which they did not have. Yeah, so then I had like to go to a different store to get them. You can't go into like, it's like, it's like walking into, you know, Harris Teeter's prepared food section when you're high. <laughs> it's too much, man. It's way too much. Oh, Not a good idea at all. Just, yeah, fuck. Not a good idea. Um, so crazy. Hey, Marcus, quick question. Is there a way to raise my audio on your end in case it is a problem with with me? Let me figure this. It's important. We don't know these things. We can't hear these things in pre-production, so everybody... In the in the in the comments in the chat room, everybody watching like your feedback is important. Um, Hundred percent. What was your what was your what was your safe word, Val? I don't know. I already forgot it. You don't already forgot it. Sparkles. Sparkles. I put spark. I'm writing this down. Even you put what? Safe word. I put sparkly. Sparkly. Yep. Sparkly. Sparkly. That works. Okay. You know what I realized? We've been fucking up. We should have been cataloging. Well, I mean, aside from, yeah, our lives. That's how, how, why, how do you think we ended up here? Um, <laughs> we should have been cataloging all of our safe words from the beginning. Can you imagine how fucking oh. hilarious? Well, you know we can do that. I mean, because- a, I mean in, a, in a sense, we have cataloged the safe words, but like. Well, well the reason we can do it is. Because of we need to get, this we need guy. To get- that guy. We can do it because of that guy. Is every episode we've ever <laughs> from DCS Fallen yeah. Except for a couple lost episodes that shall never be seen again. Yes. Well, you know what? <laughs> we can still pull the safe I'm words bad. from the, we can pull the safe words from the beginning of those episodes. We just can't <laughs> we just true. have to cut them off after like the first forty five minutes. I but there's there's no evidence of that one show when I had a man bun. Oh, you were rocking a man bun. Too. You yeah. had man bun energy like a motherfucker. Too. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Woo, Marcus. Woo. <laughs> Even Mike had to call you out. Mike was like, yo. Hashtag Marcus. man bun energy. <laughs> Mini, not just man bun, mini man bun. Mini man mini, bun. Funny little man bun. Dude, I wish I was wearing a black <laughs> turtleneck now. I'm into this whole disembodied head thing. This is. <laughs> I can feel it. This is going to come in real handy in hour number two. <laughs> Yo, Megan, with the timestamp, <laughs> 10 minutes, 25 seconds. <laughs> um, oh, oh, Lord. On board. Um, wait, who hasn't picked a safe word yet? Marcus. And Caitlin. Yeah. Caitlin, Brandon. you're our guest. You, you go next. Uh, it's a granddad. Oh, it's right. a raptor. 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 As in Velocer. Okay. I'm into it. 
Grr, baby. Sorry, I don't know why I did that, but Grr, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it wow. Wow, it boo. Funny up here. It's the wine. It's the wine that you were. It's the wine. <laughs> It's about to be this 8% flying dog blood orange, so batting down the hatches, kids. Is that your safe word, Megan? Oh, I like it. Yo, hey, everyone in the chat room, you are totally allowed to have a safe word, so feel free. Absolutely. You don't have to use one of ours. You can have your own. Yeah, yeah, please don't use ours. Use Yeah, come over here. <laughs> it has to be one word, and it can't be a proper name. Those are the yeah, that, rules. Yeah, so let me change granddad. Let's do chaos. Well, no, no, no. Some people spoke. Granddad, granddad is not a word. proper name. Yeah. I mean, it can be, but it's not. What are you telling me? <laughs> I mean, if you want to change it, Marcus, now is the perfect time. Yeah, I'm going to go to chaos. Not yeah. like you will ever use it. Chaos? You never <laughs> used your safe word. <laughs> I created the safe word for you guys to protect you. Wait, wait, wait. Did you protect us from word? you? Who created the safe word? We Probably Trace. We might have to go back and do some 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 archaeological fucking Digging. exploratory work here um, on the origin of the safe word on this show. The origin of the safe word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, now you, I really want to know where it came from. Oh, my God. Yo, Avalon, if someone yells cat poop, you know the party's over. <laughs> 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 That's a mood killer right there. Um, so the other thing that I just that I found at the outlet liquor store. Um, I don't know if ever, anyone else has had these. This Jamie still waiting on Verdi. Yeah, around or center. The Ver the Verdi um, malt liquor beverage. That's malt liquor. Well, you, you wait, wait, wait! Stop! What's it called? What is that? Verdi malt beverage. Malt beverage. Can you see it? it like so wine. my cut, it looks, it seems fancy, right? My cousin had bottle of these, had bottles of these at her wedding that we were just taken to the face. All like me, like, like all the younger ones, we were just like, Burr. and then I realized like later on in the evening, I was like, oh, it says malt beverage. What are we drinking? Like we thought we were drinking cheap champagne. It's like, but it was cheaper than. Bottle. Yeah, so oh, I found I got... it, and I think I'm gonna have some of it. Oh! Oh my God! Did you Where'd just... that go? <laughs> <laughs> you just... Wait, I just blinked. Did you just kill Marcus? I turned around, he's not in his seat. I looked away for like. Where'd he Marcus. go? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Stop! Does that say sour on it? Wait, Mark, I took, you got I, a sound. I took it out of my nephew's. Dude, four locos sour, and what Yikes. is that? Twenty-two ounces? Sure. I don't know. Dude, that is a whole lot of crazy in one can. I like how it says we ID. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna need to know, I'm gonna need to see your ID and notify your next of kin. <laughs> and I'm gonna inject you with this GPS tracker so they can find your body the next day. Like <laughs> dude. 
I like I like that I'm getting some validation from Mark here about the Verity. What's it taste like, Val? What's it taste Um, like? It's sweet and sparkly. Oh, but I'm not using it as my safe. I'm not saying that as my safe word. Dude, this can can only end awesome. It's a little Boone Farms-ish. It seems like Boone's Farm with some glitz. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna have to take a picture of it and send it to my cousin. We were, I mean, we rocked the shit out of this, and we just kept taking it. Like they, they would just, the caterers would sort of put bottles on the tables every so often, and I was sitting with some of her college friends, and we would just go to the car and just like grab a bottle. At one point, each one of us at the table, we all each had one. We were just like drinking from the bottle. That's a little dangerous. I mean, Valerie. Yeah, Yeah. we were we were a mess. Sounds like the '90s to me. <laughs> it was it was 2005 is when they got married I think six there maybe you go. wait when did Michael Jackson die? Not uh, soon. Enough. Oh shit! I was huh? at a wedding. I was at a I was at a wedding that day too. Yeah, so it was there. It was their um, rehearsal dinner. It was their rehearsal the the so night of the rehearsal that dinner that he died. Can that be okay? Oh. So 2010 was when that was when they got married. That yeah. makes. I think it was 2010. Sense? I don't know. Marcus, yeah, I guess that so. shit. Bing that shit, Marcus. I can do that. 23, um, 20, 2359. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, so the, the best is that, so my cousin, you know, my, my family, uh, for those of you, those viewers who don't know, my nickname is Bambi. Um, family and f- other Filipino friends will call, call me Bambi. So, Carissa is my cousin. All of her friends, they all knew me as Bambi. They don't they don't even know my for real name. Um and so and all these white people calling me Bambi and just like calling my name like throughout the wedding. It was just funny. Um one of her best friends, now husbands, but they were just dating at the time. He was after the wedding, we were all in the hotel. And uh, and I was going into the into my hotel room, and I hear down the hallway, I hear someone going, "Bambi, Bambi," and I turn around, I can't see anybody, and I see someone peek out from like the stairwell, and he's like, "Bam," and it's this this now husband of my cousin's friend, and he locked himself out of his hotel room because he was a little bit hammered and he was just in his boxers. And I was oh, like, I was gonna ask oh, you, dude. dude, well, I told, I was like, Hey, of- <laughs> how are you? <laughs> he was like, can you find Meredith? I need to get, get, or he was like, can you like call the room or something? He was like, I can't get, she's passed out. He was like, I need to get into the room. <laughs> oh, I felt his pain. I told the story of get, about getting locked out of my hotel room in Vegas when I was naked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> same that weekend. That same weekend, it was the same weekend of the Forest Glen Metro crash. Like, we had oh, just shit. checked into our hotel rooms and turned on the news. And <clears throat> in Vegas, fucking NBC News was like, fucking, they're, I guess, piggybacking off of that feed. So, like, yeah, we're unpacking our shit. And there's like Forest Glen train crash. And then that was like Thursday. And then two days later, the Saturday of that weekend, Michael Jackson died. That was like, that was that's crazy. Time. Yeah. Wow. I mean, so at the same time, there were two different gentlemen getting stuck out of their hotel room naked or partially naked. 
at a wedding. Whatever, whatever day of the week that is, beware, y'all. Beware. I think it was like June 26th or something like that. Put a, put a, put a, put a shoe in the doorway or something if you got to step outside your hotel room. So Michael Jackson, <laughs> he died 2009. 2009, yeah. What day? June 25th? Sa- it was a Ish? Saturday. I remember that much. Hold on. Let me find a fucking day. Tits, man. What the <laughs> fuck, dude? Come on, Bing. Marcus did the lazy Bing. <laughs> <laughs> what year did he die? <laughs> I need to know the exact date and time. Pronunciation of T-O-D. There you go. In honor of that day. Let's see if I can make it through a whole show without Petey harassing me to let him outside. Because I'll, I'll, ta- I'll take money on the... I'll let him out. We should, we should all just time. like bet on the over-under of when, when Petey's going to need to go to that. <laughs> He's already in my shit, and I'm like, fuck you, dude. I 34 minutes. What? Huh? It was June 25th, 2009. Yeah, that was right. June 25th. Happy early anniversary, Crazy. Mark and Alex. <laughs> <laughs> what? Better, better early than and late. And and Sam. Yeah. Always um, yeah so we're 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 kind of meandering, but um, Sorry. how was everybody's weeks? Like real, real, real short and sweet, fantastic. Um, I got my second COVID shot. Woo! I am one week and out from my second one, so. So, I don't know. You won't be able to see it very well, but. Look at my arm. (laughs) What the fuck happened? Who hurt you? (laughs) The lady. I'm like convinced the date. The lady just did it wrong. Which one did you get? Moderna. Moderna. Oh shit! Oh, I'm Moderna too. I didn't have that, dude. So like, so she uh, when she did it. Because of course I was taking a picture, right? So I wasn't really paying attention, That's and uh, and I definitely, I definitely felt it. You know, the first one, I I didn't feel at all, not at all. I didn't feel her putting the the needle in. I didn't feel her injecting the vaccine. In. Nothing. It looks like she stuck it in and broke it off, dude. Right. <laughs> so then this one, my brother. So I texted my brother right after because I was like, I was like, dude, what happened? Like, what? Uh, this was very different. Am I dying now? And he was like, no, there's, he said that um, they've been using a different needle for the second Moderna shot. They've changed the needles. And he said sometimes, so I started bleeding. So not just like a little, like, not just a tiny, teeny tiny little bead of bleed. Like it, like it dripped down my arm. And I didn't even realize until she was like, oh, let's wipe you up. And I looked over and I was like, oh, it like dripped onto my leg. So you blooded a lot. I was like, whoa. I blooded a lot. And so then I was like, okay, whatever. She put a bandaid on and I, and then I had to go to work. I went to, I went to do expo at Penny Royal and I was like, oh, whatever. I feel fine. And then I ran my hand over my arm and it was like, as if I had like been stung by a spider or bit by a spider or something. It was like super raised. I didn't notice a bruise at first, but by the time I got home, it was like bruised like that shit. And it was like the whole delt, my entire deltoid muscle was like hard as a rock, like just inflamed and angry. I was like, what happened to me? Dude, you 
Uh, you guys are gonna have to give me one second. My cat is apparently starving to death. I just gotta get this. Oh, yeah. Um, um, so... yeah. So, I mean, my brother said that it's it's not uncommon you know my brother's a doctor um so he he's been administering these shots also and he said like at first like they weren't prepared for like the people like you know he was like yeah the second shot it definitely happened some people bled and you know he learned pretty quickly that you put a gauze right away that clearly this lady was not paying attention and didn't think to put the gauze on my arm before i dripped down onto the floor <laughs> but, um but yeah, I was like, I was like, well, what happened? Like, am I like not fully vaccinated now? Did some of it drip out of my arm? Like, what did you do? Did you like do it wrong? <laughs> some of it. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, what happened? Is this not some right? Of it ended did you up not do a stain right? on the sleeve of your shirt. <laughs> God damn it! But um, I mean, fortunately for me, like, all kidding aside. I would rather have this like pain in my arm than like so, what some of the other people were having that like the the flu symptoms. So like, I mean, I still worked. I worked Friday and I bartended Friday and Saturday night, you know, and like I definitely felt <laughs> I felt a little foggy. Like there's some times that like I would I would make the wrong drink, you know, I'd, like I'd read the the tickets and I think I, I was making one thing and then I'd be like, oh, no, that's not what I'm supposed to be making. But so two things um, to uh, to Mark's uh, comment. Um, I think they just wanted to make sure that since it was one dose that it stuck and it got in there good. <laughs> I think that that was what that's what that was right there. Um, they just want to make sure you got it extra good. And speaking <laughs> of Penny Royal Station, um, I got to go there with Sarah and her parents on Friday, and the kitchen loved on on us so hard. Like, Did you go back this time? Go back or no? Sorry, it was last last week. Um, oh, when Marcus was there, like two. Yeah, weeks and or two Fridays was, ago. Yeah, that was fucking fantastic, yo. Like, yeah, what was the best? So, what was your favorite her, thing that you liked? Her parents talked about going back again. Like, oh, that's it. yeah, like it was. Yeah, they, they, yeah. Um, Food's good. What was my favorite thing? It's really hard to fucking nail it down. There was so much good shit. That mac and cheese was mm, ridiculous. So good. Um, God, I, I like. What else did what, you guys get? Let's see. What did I get? I was super high when I went in there, so yeah, you were. I, <laughs> I was just sort of inhaling everything. I mean, the deviled eggs were super dope. Mm, so good. And, um, what else? It was fried green tomatoes. Yeah, they're fired. Um, yeah, fried green tomatoes. And then I got the, uh, was it pork shoulder? Or no, uh, the short ribs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, those are oh, really good, too. the short ribs, dude. Like, just melt. No knife. No knife needed. No knife. No knife needed. Nope. Just and, your fork. You know. Oh, ceviche. That was banging. Oh, the ceviche. That was a new, that's fairly new. Yeah. And that's so definitely good. Definitely. Yeah, like you know, we ordered regular, you know, but then yeah, the love, the love came out of the kid. It made, it's just been so long. It's just been so long since I felt the love. Like when you I walk into, when you walk into a place that's like your peeps and magical things just show up at the table. Like, <laughs> and I hadn't been out to a restaurant in a fucking year. Like that was our first. That was like our first time. Like, like dining indoors. At the wow. very least, like, yeah. So, 
and meeting uh, you know i'd already met her mom but like her uh, her stepdad i'm just meeting him for the first time so you know they seem pretty nice shout out to bob and vicky you guys fucking rock they're matching um, <laughs> but yeah we we ate and, oh and the drinks too man the, the cocktails which is fucking fabulous yeah fabulous dude fabulous Ambulance. Yeah, dude. All right, let's before we get to Kane, let's uh, go on to our topics that you want to discuss, gentlemen and ladies. What? Oh, huh? you mean? Yeah. Uh, let's follow the show. <laughs> let's continue with the show. Well, no. How about this? Let's do. Let's let's do Caitlin first. All right. And then we have her join us while we run through our our topics of the day. Now, before yes. we do that, though. We are we are 35 minutes into the show. Let's take another moment to do called action. Um, if you are watching, please like this show, share this show, encourage other people that you know that will appreciate this show and what we're offering as far as entertainment and information, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Please encourage them to start watching us on all of your favorite social media platforms. Uh, if you can't watch it live, you can always stream it later. We're still, still available. Facebook and uh, Instagram, the district of misfits show on Twitter. We are at DC. We're at DC misfits. Uh, we have a YouTube channel where you could definitely find previous episodes, everything, including, other including other, yeah. And other shows that, um, are being produced through District Dogface Studios, who is also producing this. Um, nice work. Who is also um, us? <laughs> yeah, <it's> also <laughs> us. We wear we wear three hats. On Twitch, um, District of Misfits, and you can go to crushingdc.com and and uh, purchase some of our gear and support us that way. Uh, and if you are interested in creating your own podcast, we would like to help you make that happen too. You just go to the district of misfit show at gmail.com. Hit us up. Let us know what you got in mind. And uh, we have the whole infrastructure set up. We can get you going. And so I thought that Jamie was going to be present for this. He's going to miss out on, on, on this, but I want to take this opportunity to unveil my surprise. Um, <gasps> can't wait some sponsors came to me i know it's something that we've been really we've been wanting um these are some very special people and i am like really excited to shout them out and i'm not uh i'm not gonna do it all at once because there's a few uh we'll dole them out um as the show goes on um but our first sponsor i really want to give a shout out to the law offices of torres and some of you <laughs> who um, are kind enough to, you know, provide us with some legal representation during uh, when the situation calls. Uh, and also the Roderick Foot Rub Foundation, which uh, I'm sorry, Jamie's not here to uh, share in that. But uh, yeah, so. Um, Marcus, really we're the graphic. Really, really happy to have these people on board. Um, there's more sponsors to come. Um, I will share them with you as we do uh, more call to action. So uh, carry on. That, that Taurus and some of you, those people sound really familiar. They, they, they I, must probably, 
I feel like they're high, high class representation. Their motto is, we mean business. Some of you. I can't wait to go back and rewatch this because the delayed response. That went over so much better than I did in my head. On that note, I'm cracking the four loco. You should have to drink that warm. And like after, you should have to sit in the sun. It's pretty warm, I feel like. It should it's have to sit cool. in the sun for fucking two hours before you oh, open it. Ew! <laughs> I did, I, well, hold you up. Gotta, first of all, you got to play. It's not that cold, and I left it out in the garage all night last night, and I just picked it up about two hours ago. So technically, uh, it's been on all day. It's, it's, it's summer It's cold. room temp. It's summer, summer, summer. It's summer warm. After, <laughs> so for Donald Trump... <laughs> oh my god. All right. So, yeah, before we get oh, into god, the garbage. second hour, let's take some time to give the floor and give some space to our our special guest compadre, Caitlin Shivani. Um Val, do you want to set this up? Do you want to do you want to I I just did an intro, but I feel like you should do like a proper proper proper. proper. Yes, yes. So Caitlin is actually a second timer, a returning guest on our show. She was on the show in November of 2018. The before times. The before oh. times. It was the before times. That was still when we were in the studio in um the Washington Post building. She was just a doughy-eyed lass. Fresh <laughs> off the boat. Am I high or drunk already in that picture? Uh, probably. Yes, yes. Most likely. Or you've been awake for too long and the fluorescent lights are just. Yeah, that was, my, that, was my, that was my that concussion. Was, that was before we No, that was pre- Marcus. That was pre concussion. No. Oh. Yeah, your concussion was in December. That was still November. That's just you being fucked up. Shout out to Val <laughs> being fucking scorekeeper. Dude, it's emblazoned in my mind when all that stuff happened. Hey, remember to bring a laptop down for these things. Well, I mean, I also had COVID brain, so I had vaccine. Yo, you can't do that. She's in the same room with you. No, I'm not. (laughs) I'm not. You're not. Um, Good. I was going to say, if you were, you should throw something at him. I should. <laughs> um, I'm talking about his fucking the 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 sequence of his fucking concussion. Like I know every little bit of it. <laughs> so no, no, you're, you're doing. The I don't care. Right I don't care how like COVID vaccine brain I have. Like that shit's emblazoned in my brain. Right, so um. Anyway, so November. It was late November of of 2018. And you were, I feel like you brought, she brought like a bunch of fun craft beers because you were at um, Paradiso at the time. Those were good times. Good times. Those were good times. Mm -hmm. You know, and so from, so Caitlin, what, you know, I want you to sort of walk us through from, from that time, you know, obviously like a couple years go by and then we have. Um, this. You were you went to school like you were you were in school 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and you ended up leaving the bar altogether because um, because you wanted to focus on on school. What were you in school for? Uh, biology, like conservation biology. So specifically, like wildlife, environmental stuff related. Um, and I was in. I've, I'm still in school for that, but obviously, I've taken like some time off because of the pandemic. Um, being a science major and going to online science classes is like really not ideal. You can't, you just can't recreate lab stuff on, on the, on the computer. It's just not, it's not cool. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm going to school for. Right. And you, and you were, you've been, uh, working in the elephant house. Um, you were volunteering at the zoo. I mean, Caitlin is super, like, I, it's very admirable for me. Like, you know, you, you're so committed to wildlife conf- conservation and really every facet of your life. Um, and then yeah, you, you were, were in like school the, for that. You were like the first person on our show that like legit had like that type of, that type of experience. It was dope. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you went two times, right? You went to, I know that you went to, where did you go first? Kenya first. Kenya first. Kenya first and then Nepal. Right. And then the COVID happened. You were planning on going somewhere else and then COVID just. Yeah, I was, I was going to go to South Africa and Madagascar. The um, panini happened. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then the pandemic happened and the school canceled all of our international trips everything. So. Which sucks. Um, so recently you've been um, hit up by some one of your professors who you went to Nepal with, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you've been doing some other things like you know. Clearly, she like appreciated your gift for photography and everything. Yeah, and, she's, uh, really, she's really cool. She just she's just a, a really really great professor. Um, she uh, she is actually so she's a wildlife biologist, um, but she's also a filmmaker. So she kind of like started out doing wildlife biology, but then she realized that a lot of people are introduced to these sorts of subjects like conservation and, and the problems facing wildlife by films. You know, how right. many of us have seen like David Attenborough and stuff like that, right? Right. Basically everybody, mutual of Omaha back in the day, like all that stuff wasn't that long ago, but, um, but anyway, so she wanted to sort of bring these stories like up front to people um, and use her scientific knowledge of being a biologist to do so because you don't have a whole lot of overlap there. You don't have a whole right. lot of filmmakers that are also scientists um, or vice versa. So she created this film company called Sarah Sarah Films and they have been producing films. Um, in Nepal, we worked on one that's called Black Peaks and it's going to be looking at how climate change is affecting Nepal and the people who live in Nepal and the wildlife that should be done like in the next month or two, very, very soon. And a lot of my footage is in that. And then she's also making another film, which is what I helped her with yesterday. Not yesterday. It wasn't yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yes. Yesterday, yesterday and like a week or two ago. Um, and that's going to be called uh, There Are Still Wizards. And it's about Lee Talbot, who is the author of the Endangered Species Act and a lot of other stuff. But that's his like main thing. So he's responsible for saving a lot of animals. Um, yeah, that's yep, yeah, that's him. So um, 
so yeah, so that's what I've been working with. And I hope that I honestly, like I want to keep working with her as much as possible because it's just really amazing an amazing experience all around. You mentioned mutual of Omaha and fucking all of a sudden I was like, transported back to my childhood like yeah that was my sh- you mutual omaha wild kingdom what was the one that used to be on pbs um <sighs> that was that was actually i feel like those two things sort of happened at the same time for me yeah and jacques Cousteau was sort of interwoven in yeah. because <laughs> he did the he did the underwater shit but the other two shows focused i felt like more on like you know your african yeah. serengeti plains type you know good shit um I'm still horribly addicted to wildlife shows. Like, well, I mean, yeah. that's, that's yeah. how a lot of us are like introduced to all those concepts. I mean, because when you're in school, you learn a little bit about biology, but but you know, not to the extent like uh, that those shows show you. And yeah. like being able to be transported to those different areas all over the world and see how those animals interact, it, it is really important. I can I can publish as much scientific research as possible, right? The geographic, the magazine itself was the bomb. Yeah. But once you were able to capture that shit on film and like with drone technology Uh and like, I mean, I got a 4K TV and ever since I got my glasses, I'm like, oh, that's what they mean by 4K. Like I can actually see (laughs) like what the fuck is going on. And so like I'm I'm seeing this shit for the first time in like a whole new way, man. Like nature. Yeah. On PBS. There was another one though. I felt like they had they had elephants in the very beginning. That's all I remember. Of this show it was like just elephant stamp, like rah, like stampeding or some shit. I don't know, but it was great. I love it. <laughs> I remember mutual of Omaha nature. I remember nature. I don't yeah, know. nature was like a little more low key. Like, yeah, like the show that I'm thinking of. Hey, what's up, Erica? The show that I'm thinking of was a little bit more mainstream. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so like, what are you what are you doing now post pandemic? What's, what's... Uh, so I was um, so right before the pandemic, I had actually quit bartending because I was finally in like the position financially. Uh, my husband was bartending and um, working, and like my parents were in the industry, and I was, like for the first time ever, I was able to like not work in the industry and focus on school one hundred percent. So I did not know, um, <laughs> none of us did, but I didn't know that we were about to be forced into a global pandemic. Otherwise I would not have quit my job, but unfortunately I did right before the pandemic and then that all happened. And so it kind of changed a lot of stuff for our family because my, the majority of my family is in the industry, serving, bartending, some sort, you know, something like that. Everybody lost their jobs. All of us. Um, I I already blocked mine, obviously, because I quit, but everybody else in the household did. So we went from like all that income to just nothing. And then, as many people know, the situation with DC unemployment has been fucking (laughs) terrible. (laughs) So any of us getting money from that, it was just so much, so much of a weight for that. And like your landlords. And all the bills you have to pay, like, yeah, they said that we don't have to pay. You're not going to get kicked out. But we all know that the longer you don't pay those things, the more it just adds up. Okay. And it just makes it worse. So we had those issues. So I started doing um, Uber Eats um, to bring in money because obviously a lot of people were getting deliveries in that time. 
And I've actually been a delivery driver in the DC area for like a decade on and off. It's just always something I've done on the side, right? So I'm already familiar with it, the whole process and all that stuff. So I started doing that um, and I've still been doing it. I'm still doing it today. Uh, I did like pick up some shifts at Beer Garden Hoss on H Street Northeast. Um, oh. there for a little bit. Um, but uh, I have had like some problems with like my back in my neck, like neck issues and back issues and like driving is not that bad, but the repetitive motion of like bartending and stuff is actually like really, oh, it's really, this, really bad. This. Yeah. This act. Yeah. This, this and then pouring motion. and like, yeah, yeah and all that stuff. motion over and over and over again. Yeah. So, so speaking of Caitlin, I just got a, I'm, I'm five, maybe five days in actually, no shit. I started on Thursday. I got a gig delivering luggage from National Airport for various people. And like nice. couple people have been like, yo, man, how are the tips? And I'm like, non-existent. <laughs> like you would, think, you, would think, you would think for people that are like so grateful to be getting some shit that they thought was gonna be lost forever. Yeah. But they would tip, like, right? But I, there's still social distancing. There's still like no one carries fucking cash anymore. Like if someone actually handed me cash, I think I might be more freaked out than anything. Yeah. The dope is if someone was like, "Yo, what's your Venmo?" <laughs> <laughs> nice. like, and so I'm thinking I might have to get a shirt made with my Venmo and my cash app <laughs> on the front, and then when I show up with these people's bags, I just stand very prominently with. The yeah, cash yeah. You know, and as they they compliment me and like, because they're, I haven't, let's say, just like I said, I'm only doing a couple, couple runs. Let's say out of like a dozen bags, I've gotten a dozen like, thank you so much texts. Like, and I'm kind of wondering now if it's, if it's like, like, you're welcome. Would it be be bad form to be like, if you really want to show your appreciation, you can send some money too. And then drop it in the fucking text. (laughs) <laughs> that is, so that is the tip thing is one thing i actually do like about uber eats is because i, I think a lot of people who use uber oh eats, megan the day with the bullseye in this yes the qr code oh that is, that is that's kind of like a genius well, wait, where am i gonna get a shirt me with my qr code any there's Plenty of options, I think. We might. Do you? Pro, I. I feel I like I maybe some, we might know somebody who might. might... <laughs> yeah. yeah. By the way, if you fuckers need t-shirts made, give us a call. <laughs> Shout out to the gay. <laughs> oh my god! How fast can I get a fucking shirt with my QR code on it? Like, we need to make this happen yesterday. That is gonna happen soon. <laughs> So um, continue, Caitlin. Oh, so that's one thing I like about um, Uber Eats is like, so a lot of the delivery gig uh, companies don't show you the tip up front. Um, they show you like how much the order is, and you sort of have to like decide whether it's worth it. Like if they do tip on that amount of money, would it be worth it? Right? Uber shows you the tip up front. You don't actually know how much is the tip and how much is the fare. But you still know overall, like if somebody's tipped ahead in the app, they've this is what they've put on there. Like that's how much money you're gonna get. So by the way, if any of you guys are ordering Uber Eats, if you're waiting until the end to tip, your your order is probably gonna get declined more 
because the drivers are going to see a lower amount of money on there and they're not going to take it. Like I wouldn't take that shit. So, um, but yeah, so I found that with Uber, a lot of times it's either exactly what it said it was going to be, which is fine, or they actually tip more. With the other delivery companies, sometimes you just have like no idea and you don't get tips on any of them. So that's been very helpful. Um, but you know, it's it's not the same as bartending, obviously. But right. bartending right now is not the same as pre the before times, you know. Facts. Yeah. Do, do what we can. Um, so let's kind of circle back to what you've been doing with your professor. You you did a, a couple of um, recent things for her that she tapped into your yeah. um, your photographic skills. Yeah. So he, um, I already helped her with video, photographs, and sound in Nepal. So I already had experience with this stuff. So the first thing that she had me do was about like a week or two weeks ago, she just randomly was like, hey, do you want to help me on this film? Um, you know, it's in Virginia Beach. I know that's really far. And I was like, that's not, it's not far for me to help you with this stuff. Like, I'll, I'll do anything because I haven't been able to do anything like wildlife related for like a year because everything's been shut down. So the second that she was like, this helps wildlife, I was like, I'm there. Sign me up. I don't even care if it's like 10 fucking hours away. I will be there. So it was in Virginia Beach. And. The reason that she, uh, the main reason that she had uh, asked me to help her was she needed somebody fully vaccinated. So I was already fully vaccinated a few months ago and um, she was not. And one of the things that she needed to do was somebody had to go on a very, 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 very tiny plane um, with the biologist while they were doing an aerial survey of bald eagle nests. And so obviously like going on a tiny plane like that, if you're not fully vaccinated, you know, not a good idea. Um, and she, she's always been really worried about getting COVID and, and has been really safe and did not want to put herself in that position. I was like, yeah, fully vaccinated, put me in that plane with anybody. I don't care. I have a 12 second. <laughs> flying. The flying, yeah. So Let me put that on. Okay. That's kind of cool. That's so cool. So the guy that you guys see in the guy pointing that was on like the the right hand side, um, that's Brian Watts, and he is a professor at the College of William and Mary, um, and he um, does a lot of conservation biology work, especially with bald eagles. Um, he's like. He and some of the other people that we've worked with on this film are like some of the main people that are responsible for bald eagles coming back to this area, the DC, Mid-Atlantic, Virginia, Maryland area. Um, it's it's there. They have between them, they probably all have about four hundred years of research experience on these birds. Yeah, and wow. there's like bald eagles in the area too. There's tons. Yeah. Like. Um. I started recently doing a bunch of walks down the Anacostia fucking trail. Shout out mm -hmm. to Steve Arvone. It's like, yo, it, there's ball. Yeah, you'll see the motherfuckers flying over the Anacostia River, man. Like, it's, it's, yeah. and, it's crazy, and dude. It's good because they they were really struggling. And now they have rebounded because of the Endangered Species Act and this other conservation work. Um, yeah, that's it. So that's like a six to eight week old chick. Looks Aww. like a little 
Dude, that thing snatch your baby. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally only six to eight weeks. But anyway, um, they have rebounded so good that they have actually like surpassed the population expectations of the biologists, which is great. great. Um, so he was taking us up in that plane. And oh, are you tagging them? Is that what I said? Yeah, so that was so the plane thing was an aerial survey uh, to look at all the okay. nests. So in all these different places, um, and then the thing that I did yesterday that that shot was just from with that chick was the banding of the chicks. Yo, that picture's yeah. from yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, yesterday, that was in Virginia Beach, um, and so what they did was they went up in the tree. They took these two chicks out. And they brought them down, they banded them with the little bracelets and everything. And then they measured, they, they, they got like uh, the beak measurement, wing, tail, talon, stuff like that. Um, and then they just send it back up to the nest. But they have to get all of that information on every single new chick that's in the area. Yeah, so. And Caitlin, you were saying, um, like you were telling some of us. Intense earlier that like the parents like didn't give a shit they were like sure just take my babies no so yeah so, <laughs> so you would think like these like majestic birds right if somebody's fucking with their babies they'd be like all about it but they do they were just didn't care at all they were flying overhead they didn't even make any noise apparently so the scientists they told us that the eagles are actually really chill about it um and it kind of makes sense because like these are such big raptors they don't have a lot of natural predators. They don't really have any natural predators because they're so huge, right? They said that the birds, the raptors that give them a lot of shit for this are like the, the little ones, like the peregrine falcons. I was going to say peregrine falcons are beasts. So they Those. will they will mess you up. Those a bald eagle, bald eagle or an osprey will not do that much if you get in their nest. But the peregrine falcon, yeah. Because it's like, you know, it's like it's like chihuahuas, right? Like, they act like they're way bigger than they are. You know, they got a compensate. <laughs> the same thing. Um, was it, uh, I guess, yeah, it's planet Earth. They, they do a whole thing about, like, peregrine falcons fucking run the New York skyline. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're, <laughs> they're like pigeon control. Yeah. Like, they show these motherfuckers dive bombing pigeons in Manhattan, and you're just like, like oh, shit. Those those falcons will beat up bigger raptors, like bigger eagles and stuff. They are like, they are. Well, they say that like they hit them with so much force when they come from that high and that fast that like they just stun motherfuckers. And yeah. it's just by the time you realize what happened, it's over. Like, They're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, those those eagles that we saw yesterday, those chicks, like I said, were about six to eight weeks. There's they are falcons in DC too. Yes. yes Actually, sir. I'm not that surprised. Like. Yeah. I just feel like New York, because of the tall buildings and shit, like they've been nesting up there. And, yeah, you know. that's a good that's a good space for them. But they are all over the Mid Atlantic, as are ospreys, bald eagles. Um, you know, we have a pretty good amount of raptors in this area. Um, but the bald eagles, one thing that stood out to me yesterday was like just the size of those chicks. So they are full grown by about nine to twelve weeks. Oh, um, oh really? Yeah, uh, I mean those like like I said those those chicks in those pictures were six to eight weeks. Oh, wow. <laughs> so um, I mean they grow they grow faster than any bird in North America. Um, That's nuts. 
I mean, imagine going from like baby to full grown adult size in two months. And so when they're fully grown, like how much can they carry? Like uh, they have found dead cats up in their birds before uh, their <laughs> nest before. So wow. you know, if you have an outdoor cat, should probably bring it inside. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, like, real talk, I live near Howard University Hospital, mm-hmm. and there's this fucking dead tree I, I can see. It's across the street from my house, and, like, when I'm my bedroom's on the third floor, and there have been times where I've seen a couple of, like, red hawks just hanging out. Yeah. Just hanging out. And they're like, yeah, maybe I'll kill this fucking pigeons over here. Maybe I won't, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Living, I'm just yeah, fucking kicking it, it, dude. Like, it's crazy. People think like people can't like wildlife in DC. There's the overlap is 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 crazy, oh, yeah. dude. Like, yeah, especially right there, but like when I used to go run around that neighborhood, and there's a lot of fucking like bird, big birds too, running around there, Not running, flying yeah. around there. Yeah, my the Anacostia Trail is my new fucking shit though. Like, and I mean, it's a it's a it's a hit jewel. Yeah, I don't want I, like you'll never see so many black people jogging, biking, walking, strolling, chilling. You know what I mean? Dude, I live like, right near that thing. It took me forever to like realize it was there. It's like literally right right down the street from me. It's long as shit too. It's yeah. not. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not like it's, the, it's not like the CNO Canal fucking bike. Like, what, 20, whatever, but 20, 30 miles. It's it's and it's beautiful yeah it's i've never i've done little... kenilworth fucking aquatic gardens along the way yeah i heard about know, that like it's it's a hidden treasure man like See, that's the thing people yeah. think of dc they don't realize dc has like all these gardens and trails and... Yeah. who has some amazing wildlife because i live over here i live in southeast dc pretty close to the trail yeah uh-huh. you have a shit over there too yeah, well, I'm in Hillcrest, which is a pretty wooded neighborhood. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and and we have I can hear owls at night. Like I see like the raptors flying around everywhere during the middle of the day. Like it's we have a lot of wildlife here, um, and it's really I mean it's really cool to see because a lot of people do overlook it. They don't even know that the birds are there. Yeah, like one of that's one of the things the scientists said when they were like, so many bald eagles are flying over your head all the time. All the time, nobody looks. Yep. But they're there. Um, and it's funny because not the last time that I did the Anacostia Trail, but the time before it, there was fucking, there was three deer on the trail mm-hmm. that were like Ooh. selfie. They were within selfie distance. But those deer, okay, the deer like, don't no get fear. No fear. Oh, yeah. I, I, I just didn't want to, I, I would have, tr- if I was arrogant, I would have been like, oh, selfie. But I was like, I don't trust you motherfuckers enough to turn my back on you, but I appreciate right. that y'all are close enough. For us to like be able to judge, those them. deer they don't care. The animals, oh, the Rock Creek Park deer also. Oh well, just, you guys know, I, yo, I seen. So I used to drive for Uber for a minute back in 2013, and I have I saw them running up like north, a mile north of UDC. Yeah. On Wisconsin yeah. Avenue. That's awesome. These motherfuckers running down the sidewalk, bucks, <laughs> like ten point bucks, two yeah. of them. Well, you know how I said, you know how I said, that was on 14th Street. Wait, what? That, that, like, died on 14th Street. They had to, like, move it out and everything. It was like, no, but I bet you motherfuckers were, like, mad horrified. But we're like, yo, they, we're in their house. Yeah, (laughs) well, here's the thing. I stay up late all the time. Like, I'm always on my porch. And I remember the first time I saw them, they're drinking, smoking. And it's like four or five in the morning. And I just see this deer just walking down my street. Oh, Mount Rainier? Uh, Yeah, you definitely get some deer. Like just stroll. 
Bro, taking his time. In, when I lived in North Michigan Park, mm -hmm. on on South Dakota, getting home from satellite room at fucking four in the morning, five. They just the be strolling. No, there'd be like ten of them just hanging out <laughs> in the middle of the fucking road, dude. They don't move. Yeah. They, they, whole, they, they hang out in Georgetown field. all the time. We have that whole field that runs from Fort Totten Metro south to Mount Rainier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That whole fucking stretch. Like, yeah, that, that. Those deer, when you come up on those deer, they'll stare at you like, I fucking dare you. I went to the zoo one time with the kids, and there was one, somebody, I guess, there's like, there's a little narrow road that will take you to the mid-level parking lot yeah, mm -hmm. off of Rock Creek. And this person in the car in front of us was feeding this fucking deer out their window. Stupid fuckers. And I'm just like, I like your energy, but yeah. But no. problemat you're pretty <laughs> right. problematic, dude. Like, you're causing, yeah, you're causing problems. Yeah, those deer are their whole thing. They're overpopulated and they're just way too bold for their own good. But it is what it is. All right, well, won't you like I, said, I mean, I've seen them. I've seen them in like rolling around the streets in Georgetown. Like, yeah, they Georgetown don't proper. They, they just like wander pulled. around. Like, I've literally like pulled. I've so many times when I pass these deer, I will stop the car, pull up to them, put my window down, start talking to them. Like, hey, what are you guys doing? How's your day? You know? <laughs> 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 and they just look at me like, "Bitch, why are you talking to me right what now?" What are you doing? But they don't run away. Like they're not scared. They just look at you. They just look at you. Their like, big gigantic eyes, just like yeah. it's blinking it's, at you. Um, it's insane. But I mean, they're they're so many of them. You know, they have no predators in this area, so they don't have to worry about anything other than like cars. That's true. Um, Caitlin, you know, Megan mentioned about your pictures and stuff. Um, you also have been, when did you start fostering the kittens? Uh, it was a couple, a few months into the pandemic. I had moved right before the pandemic started, uh, to, uh, a house with an extra bedroom. That extra bedroom was supposed to be for guests, but now it is a kitten room, which I think is a lot better. In pieces. <laughs> um, so, I, my, I'm, these kittens, I think, make 29 since wow. the beginning of last summer around there. Um, I can go get them if you guys would like me to. Oh, wait, uh, no, well, well, I definitely have, we'll have some important questions for you about the kittens because yeah. I have some people that might be, might be more than interested. interested. There was one thing I wanted to say. Real quick about the, the eagles before we get off that subject. Yeah. Is that whenever you guys see them, just remember that they're dinosaurs. Keep that in your head because they are. Wait, say that again. They're what? They're, they're dinosaurs. Birds oh, are yes. dinosaurs. Birds. So a lot of people don't know that. I just want to like get that out there because if you look at their talons, it makes sense, right? Um, but when people see, yeah, like that, that like how can you look at that and not? thing dinosaur it is a dinosaur um but they're reptiles they're dinosaurs and i just want to like I, I i try to tell the general public that as much as possible megan, out there. caitlin megan wanted to know do you think there's been a COVID effect on wildlife coming back to urban yeah. um yes there has but it has not been as 
it hasn't been as like severe in this area as it is in other places because the wildlife here is already so used to people. And during COVID, really the only thing that changed here is that we were inside more, but that didn't really, it didn't really affect the wildlife population too much. Like, yeah, they came out a little bit more than they normally would, but in the general scheme of things, it's, it's not going to have like a long lasting effect on them. Um, and unfortunately, any climate benefits that we got from this pandemic, from everybody not going anywhere, are going to be erased basically immediately if they have not already been erased. Right. So it's not, it, it's just this one year of being in a pandemic is not long enough to have any sort of impact long term on our effects that we've already had on wildlife. Ex ex with the exception of the fact that we know that everyone not being in a car all day, every fucking day. Yeah. Is better for everybody. Way better, but like how many people are actually gonna I mean, how many companies are gonna still go back to having people come in person even though they know damn well that they don't have to do it? Capitalism. Exactly. Capitalism. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um so yo, thank you for talking like not like you're going anywhere. We're gonna talk more about <laughs> your shit, but um about yeah, because again, I know some people are going to be definitely interested in some kittens. Um, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, in addition to her fostering all these kittens, like, Caitlin, you really have, I mean, we've talked about this before, and, like, other people have had comments about this to you, that you really have, like, I mean, you're, you're a great photographer. You've taken pictures, you know, with the uh, bartenders in D.C. Like, you like to take pictures of people and everything, but you, you really have a gift for, like, capturing animals. Yeah. And it really is like, you know, all your pictures that you always post with like the kittens, they're so cute. And you like really cat capture their essence. And I mean, they're just, did you just say you she know, captures their energy? Their she energy? captures their <laughs> essence. <Sorry. laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I like, I like photographing for that terrible, terrible. <laughs> I like joke. more than people. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Um, so and it's not just cats. I mean, like if you go through, if um, if anyone has a chance to really look through Caitlin's website, I mean, like you take pictures of the elephants all the time. When you went on your two different trips, like the pictures of the animals that you took yeah. were just amazing. And uh, um, I cannot emphasize anymore how talented you are as far as taking pictures. I mean, in general, but like also in particular, um, taking pictures of animals. Thank you. Let's take a quick break. Marcus will play a video, a video of some type. And when we come back, we will talk about uh, our stories of the week, things that have been interesting us and such. Um, and, and yeah. So basically, I'm playing TikToks. Well, whatever's, whatever's clever, bro. Like, you know, you could, like I said, you could play the one that we didn't have time to do last week or whatever. I, I need enough time to walk to the fridge. And, gotcha. and give my dog and give my dog the finger. Uh, <laughs> you give your dog the finger, he's gonna make you uh, take him out. So be nice to Petey. He's also a dinosaur. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <it's laughs> a lot of you my stuff got canceled about. last year, but am I good to go now? Sure, do whatever you want. Whoa, you don't want to give Cinco de Mayo free reign? Why not? Seems like a good guy. <laughs> oh, it's all the tequila. Things get crazy when tequila's involved. Okay, so maybe just don't go too crazy? Okay. Ah, why did you wink like that? Like what? 
Mm. Now I'm concerned, so just don't overdo the tequila, okay? Okay, just a little. Bye-bye. Whoa, that's not a little. It is to him. Oh, yeah. This is gonna be a problem. Uh-oh, what happened with the video? Did it not play? It, like, it was, it stopped, but the audio kept going, and then mm. it just, like, sped up real quick. <laughs> Let me try that again. Uh, my internet's been spotty up here. Let me try that again. Try a different videos. Let me know if it happens again. Okay. Pounds of force which can cave your chest in and probably break a few ribs. In fact, these overgrown sand pigeons have been known to murk lions. It's because that long nail on its toe can disembowel you and cut arteries and cause you to bleed to death. And since ostriches can grow to nine feet tall, if one kicks you, it'll land around your chest and stomach, which can easily cut your abdomen and spill your guts out. They don't have teeth, but they can bite you hard enough to break skin. And at 43 miles per hour, they're the fastest things on two legs, so if one decides to run you down, just hand your will to God, he'll fax it for you. But by far, the most dangerous thing about ostriches, they're stupid enough to find humans attractive and crazy enough to do something about it. Farm-raised ostriches have been known to ignore their own kind and make the kind of advances on people that would get you a workplace harassment lawsuit. Sometimes they don't stop at flirting and they'll actively try to deliver 10 inches of hell. That was not a joke, ostriches pack a 10-inch. I made this video because somebody on Instagram asked me if they could beat an ostrich in a fight, so my answer is you would get clapped. In more ways than one. Disrespectfully, ostriches are scary. <laughs> I love that. I just that awesome. He's one of my favorite TikTok creators out there. This dude, you want he's to good. Off. He's funny as shit. You, his, like, if you, Caitlin, if you are not on TikTok, get oh, on. Oh, I'm on TikTok. This, I'm on TikTok. This, I already follow him. I already follow him. I already follow him. Yeah, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna try this first one. He's so much fun. Yeah. Are we gonna rewind? Rewind, Selecta. See, how's my audio? Is it I know a lot of my stuff got canceled last year, but am I good to go now? Sure. I'm gonna get yeah. it. Whoa, you don't want to give Cinco de Mayo free reign. Why not? Seems like a good guy. <laughs> it's all the tequila. Things get crazy when tequila's involved. Okay, so maybe just don't go too crazy? Okay. Ah, why did you wink like that? Like what? Mm, now I'm concerned. So just don't overdo the tequila, okay? Okay, just a little. Bye-bye. Whoa, that's not a little. It is to him. Oh, yeah. This is gonna be a problem. All right, that was a little bit better, but that I got the point. That shit's yeah. Fun. yeah. One more um, reason to stay the fuck home. P.S. Caitlin's birthday is the day after Cinco de Mayo. Si, the de El Siesta Mayo. Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> the post tequila de Mayo. Hangover de Mayo. So how many hangovers have you had? Oh, dude, I couldn't think of a better time. I couldn't think of a better time to go and get a drink than the day after Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Right. All the amateurs won't be there. Right. Usually I'd be bartending and then at midnight I would just tell everybody that's still at the bar, like, it's my birthday, so now you just have to tip more than you mm -hmm. just did. And it works. So, uh, now that we're on the other side of this break, uh, let's take a moment and do our. Uh, Called action uh, on Facebook and Instagram. We are the District of Misfits. On Twitter, we are at DC Misfits. You can go to our YouTube channel, The District of Misfits Show, and subscribe and like all of our videos so that oh. naturally someone will want to actually give us money for doing this shit. Eventually. Um, and you can go to crushingdc.com. And support us that way, purchasing some of our wares and prominently displaying them in every place that you possibly can. And if you want to create your own podcast, 
we would love to help you make that happen. Please reach out to us at the District of Misfit Show at gmail.com. And coming soon, our OnlyFans featuring starring the mayor, Jamie, the mayor of Ranch Lube, the mayor of Ranch Lube, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> and um, speaking of speaking of um, this particular uh, segment has been brought to you by Jamie's Palace of Podiatry Pleasure. Uh, and if you <laughs> go to their website and type in the promo code, uh, you get buy one, get one buckets of ranch lube. So, uh, yeah, Jamie's Palace of Podiatry Pleasure. Don't, don't, don't sleep. <laughs> don't sleep till Bunyan. I don't fucking know. Uh, Caitlin, <laughs> you will have to go back a few episodes and watch, or we'll maybe have a clip of it <laughs> where Jamie just why ranch lube is already a- all over his beard. Well, wait, stop. Val, actually, stop. Val, I'm not right here, right here, Val, right here. Is that episode broken down and time stamped? I will send it to you <laughs> so that you, I have everything, every every amazing piece of magic from that episode bookmarked. <laughs> <laughs> for our viewing pleasure. So no, you just tell no, me when you're ready for it. It took me so long to write it. It took me so long to write this down. Marcus, if uh, if only I had that button that I could mute you. Right. I was gonna say, <laughs> uh, I took so long writing this down that I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to retype. Don't lose it. it. I don't <laughs> it. Just I'm take a picture have... of it. Oh yeah, I guess I could do that. I was scared you wouldn't be able to read my handwriting. But it's not that. Wow. Then make it make it clearer. It doesn't bing that shit. <laughs> but I'll just, that on there just so you guys know, I, I've been putting in some work. Okay. Uh, uh, anyways, um, that's awesome. Oh wait, wait! I got one. We have another sponsor. Um, there's another sponsor. Uh, we got our first food truck sponsor. Um, this yeah, this this section is this segment of the show is also sponsored by the our our, our friends at the food truck garnishes, uh, <laughs> serving up the finest in lime wedges and other garnishes. Uh, you can treat yourself Edible to flour? the to the classic parsley basket. Um, they also have they also have artisanally sculpted radishes, and um, <laughs> you and your friends can also split a bowl of cocktail onions. And for dessert, uh, I highly recommend the maraschino cherries on a stick. That is, uh, yeah, again, garnishes, food truck. Look for them in your neighborhood. I'm excited for them. Look for them in your, look for them in your overly gentrified neighborhood. So, <laughs> coming to an overly gentrified neighborhood near you. Now, you know, you know damn well some white people will be fucking for that shit dude but that was actually a real thing dude, so, dude the cilantro in the in in the cocktail onion basket <laughs> the stems taste so juicy and bountiful God, uh, hey you know what it would give us like whenever they try to do it at our bars we'd be able to even be like you know what there's a fucking food truck for that dude one of the things <laughs> i want to have, one of the things i was gonna have on here was the citrus bowl which is literally just a bowl of lemon Shit! There's just a bowl of lemon, lemon and lime wedges with some sliced oranges or like some orange zest over top of it. <laughs> situation. Put a rose water on top. We of will it. never forget <laughs> the great lime shortage of 2016. Oh, Caitlin, we were talking about that before. Fucking for real. <laughs> 
that's I still have problems from that. I dude, I no, took I, a I, month. I got scurvy insurance. I was working out of Central when that happened. Oh no. Can we just also look at it and says the great line. Yeah. Oh, oh Megan. Oh, the K. You do this a lot. <laughs> you can read your messages before you post, honey. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm really. But we knew what she was talking sponsors. about. We knew it. I'm very yeah. excited about our new sponsors. They're they 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 came. Like I said, they came to me this weekend. They were like, they came to me. Were you stoned when they came to you? What? Allegedly. <laughs> Actually, fuck yeah, this shit's legal here, man. What? Oh, I'm not saying supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> Don't make me call the law offices of Torres and some of you. <laughs> I, feel har- I feel harassed. <laughs> oh, Megan, it's a hard week for all of us. Oh, I have yeah. a big, gigantic bruise on my arm. Val, you look like. The fucking Jabberwocky jumped out the fucking bushes and just grabbed a hold of you. I know, right? It's crazy. And of course, I was looking to my brother to be like, get a little bit of sympathy. He's like, yeah, it happens. And I was like, but it looks really nice. And I don't know why I thought any different because this is how my parents were when I was growing up. Where I, every time I felt really sick, I'd be like, I really don't feel well. Like I could have half a limb hanging off my arm and they'd be like, just take some Advil. Like they don't care. Doctors don't care. They yeah. They'd be like, you put mix. So they say, you put mix, it will be better. <laughs> mix and Motrin. That's what fixed everything in the Filipino household. Filipino household of doctors. They just don't care. They don't care. They're like they're like we see people like dying every day. My mom. You, you, know, either she's gotta a, go, um, you either got to go Greek and spray some Windex on that bitch or go black and just put some tussin on it. Those or the cool. Filipinos, they put Vicks on everything. Everything. Oh, may, wait. Maybe if we combine the three. Like the trifecta. Maybe. I'm <laughs> not a doctor, but do? I play one in the bedroom. Like, I just, I don't know. What do white people have though? White white people have stealing from other cultures. That's what they have. Yeah, I feel That's like my do. Oh, wait, speaking, speaking of, of Val, which. What's your story from this week? My Segway story this week. champion. <laughs> <laughs> so on um, this restaurant in LA called Shibumi, which is... Um, helmed by a white chef named David Schlosser. Um, it's a Japanese restaurant. He's this white dude who is very committed to, you know, supporting and, um, and adhering to Japanese food culture and everything. But this dude, he made this Instagram account. uh, He made this Instagram post recently um, posted a picture of this typical um, Japanese dish, a dessert, sakura mochi. And he posted what he said is the most iconic dessert in Japan. Yet no Japanese restaurants are featuring it. So sad. I feel like he's like a, I, I hate to say, but that sounds very Trumpian. Um, makes my life harder. It's because the Japanese restaurants so don't sad. understand, appreciate, or care about promoting what Japanese cuisine is all about. 
come get it at Shibumi, whatever, while it's in season. So the post in and of itself is problematic, right? Because he is a white man who's now appropriated um, Japanese food culture, which fine, like he is committed to um, uh, supporting and and promoting Japanese food. And he's been, he lived in Japan for I don't know how many years and he studied the food and the um, cuisine, but he's now disparaging Japan, other Japanese restaurants in, in the area in LA where there's like a massive, like, you know, there's Tokyo town, but the right. worst part about it. Wait, where is he based out of his, 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 his restaurants based in LA, LA, LA. Okay. So, but the, um, the even more egregious part of this is that people of the Japanese American community were responding to him to this post and he dirty deleted all their posts if they were if they were negative. He DD'd them. He DD'd them. Oh, dude, shout out. Dude, I'll tell you what. People hate fucking screenshots, but screenshots are keeping motherfuckers legit and correct. People receive like, this shit. So, here's the deal. Like, I'm, I'm going to piggyback off of something that I, I see in the comments. He's entitled to his opinion. Here, okay, what I, what I, we talked a little bit about this in the, in the pre-production show. <clears throat> Here's the deal. Food, food, just like music, is supposed to be one of the ties that bind us all together. Food and music are supposed to break cultural boundaries racial boundaries food is supposed to fucking make peace in the fucking peak of war if there's anything that can fucking to make two people who do not see eye to eye get together it's either food or music and so that being said as somebody who has been adjacent to the culinary industry for as long as i have been there are people from every walk of life who are devoted to some type of cuisine that is not of the culture of their upbringing. I mean, like, which is fine. The, 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 yeah. We're first of all, and I'm a preface I'm a pre preface. We are all on the same page that this dude is wrong. He's wrong about the way that he fucking went about it. Like, but what I wanted to do Val, was what he is doing is not cultural appropriation but he took his love and passion for a cuisine and a culture that is not his too far. But what like, he's saying is he knows I'm better right than ja than the Japanese I'm right community. I'm right, I'm right there that's, with you. That's where right like the appropriation for right me there. lies, no, right? Appropri appropriation is when you mimic a culture without knowing the background. If I start well, dressing, so, no, 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 let me finish. Just so I'm clear, just so we're clear. Okay. If I started dressing like a Hindu or rocking Hindi themes things without knowing the background, like what Gwen Stefani did with the Japanese schoolgirls and like her fucking whole crossover from like no doubt to like, you know, one minute I'm like, hanging out with like home home girls and the next minute I'm hanging out with Japanese schoolgirls and people are wearing kimonos and shit like that's cultural appropriation because she didn't really isn't really invested in the actual culture but if you go to culinary school and learn the ins and outs 
of Japanese Asian cuisine, like that's not cultural appropriation. When you start to fucking poo poo on legitimate Japanese people for not doing something that you think that they should be doing, that's when you've crossed the fucking line. Well, right. So that's the issue. So that's what people, people in the Japanese community in LA have been calling him to task about this, you know, and they're saying yeah, that like, yeah. and some of them haven't even been um, overly I mean, the, critical. They're not the like, they're not attacking the, him. The fact they're he's saying that like, well, comments, the fact he's well, so, like, anyone's comments is right. Wrong. So what they're saying, like some of the comments were like, maybe you just didn't know, you know, for, for the Japanese community that like, you know, there, there's something there, there's a, there's a, a cultural tradition of, of, you know, when they do, they, they only have it at a certain time of year or that they, um, you know, they really, they, they work, they're very committed to um, supporting certain restaurants who, who do a certain thing. So there's this one um, business that actually does make this, this, um, the, the mochi thing, the, what's it called? Sakura mochi. Um, and that's been doing it for decades and have been, been providing it to the Japanese community and to the greater LA area for years, for decades. And they, as a Japanese community, they celebrate the fact that this, this one business does it well. And, and so other Japanese restaurants out of respect and courtesy, they also, they don't offer it. Because yeah. this place does, I think, I, and, I and think so for him a, to say that they don't understand and they don't do it, you I know, agree. like he knows better he's than wrong. they do about Japanese community culture is shit. No, and like I said, the biggest issue is that they're trying to give them feedback, give him feedback, and what did he do? He dirty deleted. That's that's the thing you that know, I have and, and actually, and actually, I'm gonna go ahead and retract what I said. That is a form. Of cultural appropriation. Yeah. When you when you block out and ignore the voices of people that are of the culture, are of that, that culture, you, and you tell them that they're wrong, him. they're legitimately trying to educate him on what the deal is. And and to um, whoever in the comments said that uh, race doesn't matter, like I think it does because one hundred percent does matter. Because because if he were black, if he were black and doing the exact same thing people would be losing their minds. Well, can, as a white chef who lived with a Japanese family, can I speak on this real quick? Yeah. I mean, as a chef, I have done many, many different uh, cuisines and cultures. Uh, most recently, you know, I worked with Eric Yang, who's a very popular Asian chef in the city. You know, we did his uh, cultural food from his, his, his family, his, did his wife's family's uh, culture. Food, and a lot of it's about the respect of the food. You know, it's like telling a story. You know, so like it goes deep. Um, yeah, and and, and and who's to say there's nothing? There's nothing saying that this dude isn't passionate about what he does. But his but but his 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 his, 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 his arrogance. His, his, That's ar his arrogance. Arrogance. It's his arrogance. I feel better than you. Like I like when I opened the Mexican restaurant. I went to Mexico. I trained. And like I was saying earlier, it's like when I was introducing the food to to the neighborhood on A Street, it wasn't like 
I know more about Mexican food than anybody here. It was more like, hey, this is what I learned. This is my take on it. I'm going to try to do this. I mean, authentic this? if I was a black guy, if I was a black guy and I was going to start a truck doing like Greek food. Right. You know, if I was a black guy and I was starting to, I love, I love heroes. I love Slovaki. I love fucking, uh, you know, I love all of it. And I decided that I was going to go to school and learn the ins and outs of all of it. Right. Now, let's say I have established myself. I'm 10 years in making baklava that if you, if you don't know it came from a black guy, you'd swear it came from your grandma. You know what I mean? Like, and all of a sudden I decide to open these restaurants, this Greek fucking cuisine. And then I decide that there's some unique or seasonal Greek dish that isn't served in all of these mainstream places or whatever. And I decide to critique them. You know, well, why aren't you guys? Bleh, I have this thing yeah. on my menu. Why? It's such a shame that all of these yeah. people. That these ugh, Japanese restaurants aren't, aren't, aren't you know holding I mean? Japanese I, cuisine. This is also part I would of the reason like why. I would look like an asshole too. Like, you this know, is why I got out of the culinary industry because I was. I started seeing the chef's ego like guys like this. Wait, we can't, we, you can't, hold on, Steve. You can't say fuck the Greeks because you guys gave us philosophy and democracy and pedophilia. Like, like, that was a nice little, that was good. This this is (laughs) hashtag, this is Sparta. Like, But no, for real, like, you know, so it's, it's- we, there needs to be a line. There needs to be an understanding in the culinary industry that your your love and passion for a culture and its cuisine. Dude, I love Peruvian chicken. If I learn how to make perfect on the spit fucking pollo, that does not give me the fucking right it's a, to yeah. criticize Sardi's. El Pollo Rico, like any of the fucking legit Pollo places that have been putting in the fucking work and making the magic happen without the notoriety, without the fucking pomp and circumstance. Like, there's a whole, we got to get to a point where the chef, the celebrity chef thing, we got to put that shit to fucking rest. I I think it's totally, I really do hate that. You're either about feeding people and making fe- people feel loved. You're either about feeding people and making people feel loved, or you are about being famous and 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 and, and being like, what's the fucking point? It's the same thing with well, fucking his, music. Like, it's like, the same thing with music. You're either Wait, trying hold on. to touch people's souls, or you just want to get fucking paid on whatever the fad is. Or whatever, dude. Like, I mean, right. I you just, just you just want people to like pump up your ego. Like, e- Caitlin, you were about to say something. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, I don't have any. Like, I think it's great that people want to learn more about other cultures and learn how to cook like more food, and that's great. And it's great that if you get so into it that you you know you make this like your career. But the very second that you start saying that the original culture that you are have just learned about is wrong, right? The audacity of that. Right. Right, I mean, right. Would you say the caucasity? <laughs> 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 Can we get a hashtag, Marcus? Nope, <laughs> <I can't spell laughs> 
<laughs> so what is the most what is even more insulting is that he was just recently named the Jap- J- Japanese cuisine goodwill ambassador was and this just, is what yeah, he does was, was that from you know 2019? and like I'm not sure um but yeah, you know and like some of the you know um this is from Eater LA and um some of the, some of the the people in in the Japanese American community there where they were saying that um, you know, that they found his caption untrue and hurtful because not only did it erase countless cooks and chefs efforts, you know, Japanese cooks and chefs efforts, um, but also blaming them for not upholding what his own perception of the cuisine is and the, and, um, and it's uh, authenticity makers, you know, right. and like, right. Because who, you know who what? does he because think he is? Right. Because you know what? He sure as fuck wasn't the first motherfucker to make that dish that he was making. He's just yeah. the first. He's just the first motherfucker to make that dish and then post it on social media and go, hey, 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 I mean, it's like in Darius. Why the fuck like, does he think that he's the gatekeeper to that? Like, no. Right. Right. Like so many other like people that. who feel that they are the gatekeepers to information or whatever, yeah. you know, like. Let's look at him. Look I mean, him. what? Exactly. Looks like a penis. All right. So, hey, quick question. <laughs> I like the, I like this question. Where do you guys think? And this is so early in shit. We're so we're still in the throes of everyone getting vaccinated. Yeah. Where do you guys think the DC the DC industry is is in? And Caitlin is a secondary question. I wanted to ask you, uh, as someone who you've been in it for a long time, you've got family invested in it. You pulled out because you you needed to. You had to do whatever. Um, do you think that you are going to go back? What are the What are the odds? And if you do, if the answer to that question is yes, mm-hmm. like what do you expect to face going back into this? Um, to be honest, I don't want to go back. Not because I don't like it, but because I think that it's it's getting worse and worse financially. Um, I, I feel like the chances of me going back are a little bit higher than me not going back just out of financial necessity. But I think that unfortunately, and I'm a, I'm like, I'm a liberal, right? Like I am 100% on the left, but I think that the left push towards the minimum wage, like the, like getting rid of the tip minimum wage and like, the initiative 77 sort of stuff. Like, I think that we are going towards that. And I think when you put that on top of gentrification and just the, like everything else that's happening in this country, I think that the days where we used to be able to make more in this industry than if we had like a college degree in some other, you know, profession are slowly it's there. It's going away. And I don't see how we're gonna, I don't see how we're gonna fix that. Like I, I want to try to keep fighting, and I will try to keep fighting it. But at some point, the majority of the population is going to put it to bed. Right. I mean, and then it'll be the end of re- like restaurants that we know. You know, I mean, yeah, there's gonna have to be. You know, there has to be uh, a shift if that if that's where it's gonna if that's the direction it's gonna go, and the 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 way that the industry is run, the way that um, the the things that make it such a, a great um, option for so many people to go into what the workforce, 
um, is going to be gone, you know, and I mean, it'll really just really, be. I think it's yeah. been really interesting. There have been a number of stories in the last couple of weeks of people highlighting that businesses are doing everything from signing bonuses um, and so on to like try to entice people to come back to work. Right, but like, meme, and I saw. Hold on, real quick though. I saw, okay. I saw a meme, or maybe it was like a. It was either a meme or it was a quote tweet or some shit where, uh, some business posted a sign that said that they were closed because of lack of staff, and some Republican tried to retweet that picture as like, this is what happens when you give people stimulus checks and. Two, how many stimulus checks? Two, two thousand, and then fourteen hundred, and then you know everybody's battles with unemployment, et cetera, et cetera. But like to paraphrase, they were like, "This is what happens when you give people stimulus checks, and they get so lazy that they don't want to go back to work." And someone was like, "No, this is what happens when you never actually offer people a legitimate fucking wage." In the first place, and now there's a slippery slope. I want to say something that about that. Wage. Slippery slope between that and the tipped wage. And go ahead, Caitlin, take it, take it. So, okay, one thing that really fucking bothers me about that entire conversation, right, is that this time period that we're in right now, when everybody does not want to go back to work, there's reasons for that. If this was before pandemic times, like, Wanting to go back to work in a restaurant before the pandemic is way different than wanting to go back to work now. It's not only the fact that there is still a health risk, but it is also the fact that your earnings are probably reduced right now. It's way more stressful to work right now because of how understaffed it is. You have already have all these restaurants that have lost so much money over the last year that any benefits they were offering or we're thinking about offering, they're not offering now. So you cannot use now as any sort of indication of how restaurants were doing before the pandemic because it's a completely fucking different situation. And I'm so sick of people using that as like, they're saying like, this is why restaurants would do this or this. It's not either way. This this is this is completely different. This is not this is outside of the normal concert like conversation about how restaurants Thank you for getting the nuance of what I was trying to set up. Yeah. Right. It's, it's and like and I think that that's what the frustrating thing is about the people who do support that narrative is that they are <laughs> oh my god, Marcus. What happened? Like why? Anyway, Marcus no, just I likes mean, to put on masks. No, it, it, no, this is this was this, actually the mask that we got him when he, he had his dog bite. Didn't read but it, it didn't cover the right side. But it covered the opposite side, so we were like, it's even better. <laughs> it's even better. It works even better. Even Early, better. I didn't read the tagline. Marcus is red. Even the, the better river. Even better. And the phantom returns. <laughs> oh, I didn't catch that. Oh, ah. shit. Look at Marcus leaving Easter eggs in the fucking Chiron. <laughs> Anyway, so what I was saying about Kate, what what Caitlin was saying is that like what is frustrating is that the people who who um, take advantage of that, that false narrative and they use it to promote this, this, this idea that like, you know, I mean, like the pandemic, like what you're saying is completely different and there is no reason whatsoever. And there 
that anyone should rightly be using pandemic times in order to support it's like rock is like oh, narrative. don't pay enough it's not because right. we're in the fucking global pandemic like seriously right and like that's i mean it's just nobody should be operating in the ways that like you would be operating pre-pandemic like if you are then there's something the matter i mean like florida who doesn't give a shit yeah like they're just they never shut down and they've just been doing whatever the fuck they were doing but like you can't use this time to support your your narrative that like there needs to be a change in the restaurant business because ultimately like the the majority of people or most people at least here in dc i can't speak for other places but in dc the majority of people were making very good livings working in the industry the way that the system was set. And that's not to say that you didn't have the option. If you want to do without the tip credit and like do pulled house all, all around and like, you know, operate however you can do that. But like, you know, this, this, this desire to just completely eviscerate the, the restaurant industry, the way that it operates right now, because it doesn't work for like a percentage of people who ultimately when all sent on, maybe it's just not a good fit for them. There needs I mean, to I mean, be, how, you know, there has to be some about? fucking middle ground. There has to be, a of course there is. Ground. Right. There and like, to be. like raise, just... raise it a little bit, but don't eliminate it. Don't eliminate. Yeah. I mean, there, the, I mean, and, and there has been research that has been shown. I mean, I don't want to get too much into the tip credit, but like there has been research that has been shown that there is, there is, there is a tipping point. Where yeah. the, where you you go past that that amount, and and then for for the tip credit, and then it just completely devastates a small business. And like what you back to what you were saying, Boo, about the um, the restaurants that are offering um, incentives, like sign on incentives. I mean, if you look at every single one of those, those are not small businesses. Those are not like oh yeah mom and yeah. pop restaurants. There's no yeah. way. There is no Outbacks. way that these small businesses I to, I independently own. I wanted to put that out there so that, that those points could be acknowledged. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, like most of those places so that, that are offering those incentives are like corporations. They're like bigger, larger business uh, restaurant groups. And like the small ones aren't, there's no way that they can, they can even compete with that and that and that's i don't even know why people want to have this conversation right now i'd be honest because like especially with bartending and stuff i'm like how why why are we talking about bartending and how much money we're making bar as bartenders when bars are not even open i mean we're not we still can't even though we still can't serve across the bar like not like yeah they're they're kind of open but you know it's not the same it's not anywhere close to how it was so how are we going to have this discussion about how much money we make behind the bar when we can't actually make, you know what I mean? Like we can't actually use the bars in the same way. Just, I just don't get Right. Um, speaking of which, uh, so, you know, the mayor, yes, Megan, absolutely. Yeah. Franchises are not DC. Not that DC. is not DC as fuck at all. No. No. <laughs> um, so the mayor had um, released new restriction uh, or new guidelines for um, for COVID regulations this weekend, and there's like I I don't even understand how this could happen. You know, I mean, like she released 
one set of, of, of guidelines and then the next day release something else and then had to walk back and say, actually, no, people can't be inside without masks no matter what. I, I, I just, it just boggles my mind how they could have fucked that up so royally. I don't know why I'm like, so like, confused by it cry. because this is just so par for the course, right? I mean yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean I just it's uh, it's it's crazy to me. I, I don't understand how like you know like the whole thing is you know Washington Post had posted had had written this article about to mask or not mask. Um and the mayor's new orders that were released on Friday are so utter were so confusing to the point where we actually so yesterday at Nick's again just another down by the river with Val story one of our managers had was in probably a half an hour argument with this gentleman who refused to put on a mask. Down Refute. by the river. <laughs> <laughs> and like they were going back and forth and he was like, well, the mayor said and he was like, okay, but like you're on private, you're on private property. This is our rule right now. We're not a hundred percent convinced. We don't even know what the mayor is saying right now because it's, it's, it's vacillating back and forth, but yeah. you're on private property. And our policy is you have to be wearing a mask. If you come inside and he refused, I mean, it was crazy. And, and, and that's the kind of shit that we are dealing with. Was he from Virginia? Um, I don't know where he was from, but yes, he was was from the magical land of some of you. He was. My short answer to that is then he can fucking leave. Like, bye. Well, that's the thing is he refused to leave. He refused to leave. Really? Like how he refused to like, God. It was, was crazy. I was County. like, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait, Ricky's still outside arguing with that guy? <laughs> and they were like, yes. And I was like, what? Why? That's so crazy. It's so crazy. People are assholes. Really, people are assholes and entitled. And the other thing is, we've talked about this before. And people it's only were... get easier. Huh? <laughs> it's only going to get easier, Val. <laughs> you wait. The um, cream, the cream of the crop hasn't risen to the top yet. Uh, Riz, risen, not ridden. Um, so also, we <laughs> talked about how we've talked about this before um, about how people were making their own drinks for too long, and so now they feel like they know how to be bartenders. Yeah. The number of people who order things that are like, you know, um, I'd like the blah blah blah, but I'd like it without with less simple syrup and a little bit more blah and a, a little olive. And I'm like, go fuck yourselves. You're gonna get it the way it's made. <laughs> like I'm like so sick of these people. <sighs> anyway, right. that's my rant let's, down let's, by the let's, river. Let's get a little <laughs> let's get a little happiness and play a little bit of our favorite of the week. All right. I'm waiting. Well, happiness here. Ready. Oh, I'm babysitting. It's all right. We're going to send someone over. What happened? We were playing hide and seek, and I've been seeking for like three hours. For my- I can't keep seeking. <laughs> You're sure you checked the whole house? Yes, but he's not normal. Connor went to magic camp. What does that mean? It's an illusionist camp. They like escape stuff and eat coins. 
Have you checked outside? You don't understand. Last week, he made me pick a card, and a bird flew out of my mouth. He doesn't own a bird. Where did that bird come from? Okay. No, 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 no. His parents are pulling in. Maybe they know where he's hiding. Oh, my God. Am am I going to go to jail? And what do we say to boys that have trucks like that? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And this has been playing. Your your volume's off. Boo, do a shot. We We can't hear you, boo. Do a shot. Worth it. <laughs> I'm not gonna do a shot, but I'll do uh, here. I got like a eight percent. Oh boy, y'all. chug it! No, don't chug it! Don't chug it! I will play one more. <laughs> we'll get to another topic. I chugged it. All right, we'll watch this, and then we'll go to our next topic. Thinking there's that carpet. Something scary is going to pop out, but, you know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. My dog, Daryl, stiff as a board. What is he seeing? I don't know. So he just takes off running, right? And I'm like thinking to myself, oh, great. Now i got to chase after him. I'm in this stupid-ass hallway by myself, and then now he's going to be running up and down the hallways, and i gotta, I got to wrangle him make sure he doesn't wake anybody up. Oh, that's and, the fucking uh, hotel you know, from but the What shining. do dogs see that we don't that make him do that? You know, it's creepy. <laughs> 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 Who's ever TikTok that is? I'm gonna fight you. I watched that the first time. That shit's whack, dude. That wasn't even scary. That just made me mad. It was. <laughs> right, well, here's, here's a little. Here's a little uplifting, funny, stupidness of pets. I got onto like one of these pet TikToks this week too. Dude, if you're from the D.C. area from like the late 90s, from actually, if you're from the from the D.C. area from the early to mid 90s, maybe even late 90s, Silver Spring area, Motocat, there was a dude, he had a BMW motorcycle and had a cat that had its own little fucking like patch where it hung out on the fucking gas tank and it had its own helmet. This cat, oh, was, I, the, you know, this cat that. was in the fucking newspapers. This cat was like when he died. Moto Cat made the papers when he died. And this dude used to come up to my fucking school. Shout, shout to Montgomery Blair High School, the OG Blair, not the new school one. But like, this dude would come up and hang out, and us fucking stoners and all these motherfuckers tripping balls on their lunch break at study hall and shit would be like, yo. Man, this fucking cat's got a helmet on, man. Like, they <laughs> just like lose their shit, dude. And so, yeah, any yeah, animal more. that's travel savvy. I'm, I'm we have four more TikToks to show later on about that life. Yo, real quick, um, let's do the call to call call to action, man. Um, yeah, man. To anyone, do it, boo. yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Any, <laughs> any of you mans that is still sticking around, yeah. you can come find us on uh, Facebook and Instagram, the District 
a misfit show, man. With uh, you go to Twitter, man. <laughs> Twitter, man. It is our man. Seven minutes. Who has crossed that line of the Never Never Land, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, Who I think he crossed it a while ago. Crossed that line. Well, he is officially. I've man. stopped hiding it. I stopped hiding. <laughs> exactly. It. I, here's the thing: I was on wine, and then I was on beer, but then I was like, "Oh shit, I still have wine left." So, so Megan called you out like Megan like, no, called you out like thirty five minutes ago. My shit's off. She a hundred percent did. Who what? Megan called you out like thirty five minutes. Who what? Who what? Who what? <laughs> Damn. So I heard. Ha- listen, I heard Hanson the other night, and I was actually like rocking Bob- to it. I was like, "All right, go ahead, Hanson." Yo, those dudes are like fifty <laughs> now, though. So no, can really trust now. them? Wait, do they still sound like they're fourteen? I mean, it was on XM and it when they were actually 14. So, Are they from yeah. Delaware? No. Delaware what? Delaware who? Delaware. And how? Anyways, uh, back to the call to action. Uh, if you really like what we're doing on Twitch, you go to District of Misfits. Are you just uh, skipped to- like four things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All right, your I last one was Twitter. One. Stop. Actually, I only skipped one. Mr. Exaggeration. Skip Go to point. our YouTube channel, the District of Misfits Shoe. Really Yo. big shoe. You can catch all of our Yo. shoes on this segment on, on this on this YouTube channel. And then uh yeah, Twitch, District of Misfits. Um Go to districtofmisfits.com and support us by purchasing our wares. And nope, you nope, in- nope. You got that wrong, Wait, too. What? It's what? what? Oh, Where yeah, do we go? Fans that Jamie's helicopter. No, wait, what? Jamie's no, vaude, Jamie's 1930s vaudeville helicopter review coming soon to our. And Val, ask them the question you want to ask them. Boo. Where do we find our wares? At crushing. You said the district. We, we, yeah. <laughs> you said district At someofew.org. <laughs> no, no, no. That's for legal advice. Sorry, the law offices of Torres and some of you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm really glad you liked that because that was <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, so where are we? Uh, yes, and if you want to create your own podcast, um, <laughs> yeah. and you wanted to have this level of flavor and caliente-ness, um, go to the District of Misfits show caliente. at gmail.com. Caliente? Com. caliente? Caliente-ness. Caliente-ness? Caliente-ness? Yes, Caliente-ness. I, yeah. I took it to that little We're not a Chianti. I opened yeah. up a Mexican wait, restaurant. We're not a Red Hey, wait, stop. You guys, you didn't know this, but there's two more fucking sponsors for this segment. What? Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy. All right. I can't fucking believe it. They came to me this weekend. It was insane. <laughs> it was nuts. They came to me this weekend. And so... Our first fucking sponsor, or maybe our second to last sponsor for this show, is uh, Conservative Tears. Mm, <laughs> delicious. So good. And lastly, uh, Conservative sister, Tears. Lastly, whoa, wait, don't. Um, oh shit. You know what? <laughs> How about this? We're gonna jump ahead. No, we're gonna jump back and kiss myself. And where are we going? Um, I have Do I need no more idea. of this? this this last segment of the show. Don't you have one more? Oh, yeah. No, seriously. The last segment of this show is brought to you 
by Marcus's Magical House of Meltdowns, Go-Karts, Pawn Shop, and Petting Zoo. Because Marcus. And Conservative Tears. That's so true. Magic. Nothing says magic than having a rant and then trying to race a go-kart and then pet a goat. (laughs) Not necessarily picking up what you're putting down. And yeah, there's loose, there's loose weaponry and shit behind the counter. You know what I'm saying? Like, all guys. I never wanted to own a crossbow until I walked in this place. It was great. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, so yeah. It's beautiful. I love it, all our sponsors. Our new, there you have it. Our sponsors for this week. They came to me. They were, they were so generous. They came right to you. <laughs> Offered so many things. All the things, boo. A cream pie, Jew. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I like to find what the What is it? Sparkly. Sparkly. I like how Val knows what a cream pie is. I mean, we all got Pornhub, bro. Come on now. Let's stop, <laughs> let's stop being bashful. We Listen, I guarantee Val, you. Val, do you watch No, 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 no. no. Val, do listen, you watch I guarantee you that the four of us, the four of us on this show right now, we are not all into the same type of porn, specifically. But I bet you there's a, there's a fucking Venn diagram, dude. There's some overlap. <laughs> there's spaces, there's spaces where we are, the four of us, there's a space in that Venn diagram where the four of us are like, oh, yeah. yeah. All right, well, let's, let's figure that out. No, that's the best part. (laughs) That's the best part, dude, is not knowing how the sausage is made. But just knowing that like on some (laughs) level, there's some shit we're going to throw up on this show that all four of us are going to be like, yeah. I will say Jamie (laughs) will not be in this circle. Jamie's Jamie's going to be over here in the Venn diagram. Jamie's Venn's a little smaller. We're gonna be here, Jamie. Shout out to the Roderick Foot Rub Foundation for the like, donation <laughs> to our cause. You know what I'm saying? Like, Why is Jamie Rube. not seriously that Rena Center that he's going to needs to? He Dude, needs to go he, to a different one. Bro, he center. fucked up so hard. He fucked up so hard. He missed out so bad. All right, let's wrap <laughs> this bitch up. We're at fucking two hours and some change. Um, Fifty-two yeah. hours. Caitlin, you are our friend, our guest, our lovely guest host with the most. You got your final so thoughts? It's going to take us 45 minutes. It's going to take us. The reason why I'm doing this now. Stop. Stop. The reason why I'm doing this now is going to take us 45 minutes to get through it. So, <laughs> don't out, Marcus. I'm like, doing this for practical fucking reasons. At least let our guest get her shit out of the way. And hold then the are rest we closing out be... or are we doing gates? Uh, I got a lot of pictures. Listen, no, all right, so let me let's just get let Caitlin get her final thoughts in, and then you just I got one picture. Can I show the one picture? Can I show the one picture of Gates that I really wanted to show tonight? Oh, no, 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 dude, trust me. Oh, wait, stop. If you want Gatescape, bro, we do this. Cue me up. Let's do Gatescape first, and then we can have final thoughts from Caitlin. Let's make this happen. So I left off last week because there wasn't any fucking interesting news. <laughs> I don't even know what that was, but I love it. What happened? <laughs> I love no, I love it. It could be a pack of fucking hyenas, which would have been better. 
I'll take it. I'll take it. Artificial laugh track. So, yeah, in this week's installment of fucking Gatesgate, this fucking hump, this this um, professional howdy duty impersonator and what you would smile like if you literally watched a kitten get fucking eaten by an alligator, um, Matt Gates had somebody fucking legitimately his his friend oh wait wait what the fuck sorry i'm having some technical issues oh here we go boom figure it out yes uh so in an article uh posted by the daily beast um april 30th couple yes two days ago uh headline is bombshell letter gates paid for sex with minor wingman says uh, a professional, a conf- excuse me, a confession letter written by Joel Greenberg in the final months of the Trump presidency claims that he and close associate Representative Matt Gates paid for sex with multiple women as well as a girl who was 17 at the time. Quote unquote, on more than one occasion, this individual was involved in sexual activities with several other girls, the congressman from Florida's first congressional district, and myself, quote, end quote, Greenberg wrote in the reference to the 17-year-old. So, oh, wait, there's more. (laughs) I know, right? This is what happens when we let this shit go. But there's more. So, quote, from time to time, gas money or gifts, rent, or partial tuition payments were made to several of these girls, including the individual who was not yet 18. I did see acts occur firsthand and Venmo transactions, cash app, where other payments were made to these girls on behalf of the congressman, end quote. The letter, which Daily Beast, which, which the Daily Beast, which is where this article is coming from, recently obtained was written after Greenberg, who's under federal indictment, asked Roger Stone, good friend of former President Donald Trump, to help him secure secure a pardon from President Trump. So like a week before Trump got voted out of office, these Bamas thought it was a good idea to try to cover their bases. I mean, Trump gave out a pardon to Lil Wayne, for no motherfucking reason at all, and allegedly. And they thought that, like, well, fuck, dude, you handing these shits out to everybody. Oh, Joe. Maybe, maybe we could, maybe we could has one too. Maybe we could has one too. And so, yeah, as fine and awesome as that is, but wait, there's just a there's touch more. more. Just always. a touch. Always just a touch. Just a more. smidge. Just a smidge. This is just smidge. a scotch. Just a scotch. Wait, where's my shit on here? Where's my shit on here? Where'd it go? What happened? Where'd what happened? Go? Where's Bill? Ah, wait, there's Moss. Is Bill uh, here? So, you know, for all of us who are friends of cannabis, pro-cannabis, we, like, way before the decriminalizations and the legalizations happened, we were going to the normal rallies and fighting for our fucking right 
to have the fucking green uh, or whatever. This motherfucker. This motherfucker. <laughs> why is my shit not open, bitch? He's so toxic, my fucking Google. He's so toxic, my Google. My Google Chrome is like, nah, dude. We're not doing this. Anyways. Ooh, tequila. Ooh, tequila, baby. Take a shot. Oh! I was going to say, take a penalty shot for whoever's fucking my shit up. But that's our original theme song. Marcus, take a double shot. Double shot. Double shot, Marcus. This is our original song. Any motherfucking ways before we wrap all this fucking bitch up. This fucking asshole, according to the Associated Press in an article called How the Gates Probe Grew from Sex Trafficking to Medical Pot. Because those of us who are pro-cannabis haven't been working hard enough. This asshole. When Representative Matt Gates vacationed in the Bahamas in 2018, he joined a doctor who donated to his campaign and a former colleague in the Florida legislature. The Florida congressman, Dr. Jason Perizzolo and Halsley Bashirs Bashirs they were united in their enjoyment of politics, fancy travel, and the company of beautiful women. I'm like, who the fuck isn't? Really? God damn. This is DC. Like, what's the life's blood? What's the life's blood in this industry if not See, look at that. Politics, fancy travel, and the company of beautiful women. They also had other mutual interests. Florida's $1.2 billion medical marijuana industry. And if it sounds like I'm yelling, it's because I am. <laughs> so anyways uh the bahamas trip is a central element of a federal investigation surrounding gates that has suddenly endangered his political career according to the associated press what began as an inquiry into sex trafficking and whether gates paid women and an underage girl in exchange for sex has grown into a larger review of public corruption, according to the pe- people familiar with this investigation. And for my last bit on this fucking story, investigators are looking at whether Gates and his associates tried to secure government jobs for some of the women, the people said. Yeah. They are also scrutinizing Gates' connections into medical marijuana sector. Including whether Pirizzolo and others sought to influence legislation gates sponsored. (laughs) The investigation also includes legislation from 2018 when Gates was in Congress and earlier work in the legislature according to one of the people Matt Gates I want to fight you <laughs> so so hard so hard and I promise you if you take up my challenge it will be dirty it will be nasty 
<laughs> there will be no rules. There will be no mercy. No mercy, Matt Gates. There should be part public beatings. Not one <laughs> iota. And that, and that is my soapbox for this week. Good Whoa. luck. God bless America. Planet Earth. <laughs> you fucking fucks. I love you. All right, with that one. <laughs> wow is right. <laughs> <laughs> From the law offices of Torres and some of you. <laughs> That's where Boots coming from right now. So okay. <laughs> Seems Caitlin. like he's had some of you. Yes. Caitlin, just put your, where is this, this picture? This is supposed from? to be a safe space, goddammit. Shh. Caitlin, this picture is when? Uh, that was is that when you were hanging out with us? Was that an election? Yes. Yeah, so. yeah that was a election. picture. You took the picture, Val? I did. Yeah, that was a picture. This is when we found out uh, Biden won the election. Yeah. No. What? Yes. Was it? Was it no. not? Yes. Yes. It was. Yes. We, we, we went and got pizza. <laughs> I think Boo died. <coughs> Boo was gone. I think Boo so may up. have died. He might All have right. had too much some of you. So we're going to play our last TikToks of the week. And then uh, the three of us will <laughs> make our way out of here. <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. To speak to your manager, I'd like to speak to your mother. Tell her she should be embarrassed. She raised someone to act like a baby in public. You want to speak to the manager, please? The manager doesn't know what's going on. Haven't you ever worked anywhere before? <laughs> the IKEA guy. Hopefully, he keeps making more videos. Next have been all over Twitter in the last year. I think it's because they just got the internet. They're like real excited about it, you know. <laughs> And anytime anything progressive happens, there will be a fake redneck boycott. Now, what I mean by this is, so Trump banned immigrants. And then Starbucks came out and they said, hey, we're gonna hire 10,000 refugees. All these xenophobic rednecks went on Twitter. We're not gonna drink Starbucks anymore. When the fuck did you drink Starbucks? <laughs> and if you did, didn't you stop when they had a red cup? <laughs> One of the actors in Hamilton had some words from Mike Pence during a performance. All these blindly patriotic rednecks went on Twitter. They were like, we're not going to go see Hamilton anymore. How the fuck did you get Hamilton tickets? <laughs> what are you talking about? You can't boycott something you don't use. We're not going to drink Starbucks. We're not going to go see Hamilton. We'll get a boycott next. Portland, Oregon? Shut up. You don't use these things. <laughs> this guy's great. I do love him. And Boo, here's T-Pain. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Uh, this is my clip of the week. On that yeah, man. Bye, 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 bye. I want every single fucking one of them. I want every fucking single one of them. I want it all. I want it all. I want every part of it. I want a part of it. I want the whole thing. I want the whole thing. Keep talking that I want you to delete the black skins from your motherfucking COD. I want the whole thing. 
I want it all! I want it all! Boy! Oh! Ladies and gentlemen, looks like the win! T-Pain is a fucking national fucking treasure. Like, don't get mad at me. There's good people who get mad at me. I would rather see T Pain on a twenty dollar bill than Harriet Tubman. Because oh oh, because dude, who's that gonna make mad? Who's that gonna piss off? All the right people. Everybody. All the right people. And our last one is the therapy frog. Oh, therapy frog. No, therapy gecko. Whatever. Oh yeah. As a kid, get so right. I was very you have to get it right. And every time we went to a public restaurant, I like to crawl under the table and find the softest, most recently chewed pieces of gum and pop them in my mouth. Every restaurant <clears throat> we went to, I'd make it my goal to find like lime green gum or blue gum. The older they were, the worse they were. So I was always going for like the freshest pieces that people had just stuck under there. And in your experience, which flavor was the most delicious? Oh, definitely minty ones. They seem to hold more of their mintiness than like the fruity gum. You should reevaluate your relationship with your parents. <laughs> Good night, bitches. I'm done. I'm done with all of you. I'm done. All right, Caitlin, Valerie. Caitlin, let's go with you. Oh, well, I have to go get my last box. So why don't you start talking and give me 30 seconds? Valerie. Oh, I know. She's going to get her little last thoughts. Marcus, this is why you and I make this show so America. No, I'm kidding. As soon as Val shows up at Olympia, I'll be like, Val's the best. (laughs) (laughs) My last thoughts are everybody fucking get your COVID shot. Even if your arm blows up, like get your uh, fucking like, shot so we can party together, man. Right, so we can all just bitches. be together again. Man, come you want to see this shit getting, show live is, and in person? So, Marcus, Marcus, you're getting yours shot, next week, dude. right? No, it was supposed to be Thursday, but I went in there tonight to schedule it for Thursday. And right, just coming tomorrow, so I'm actually getting mine tomorrow at three right. o'clock. Oh shit! K- Look Yo, at the K- babies, Caitlin. I like. I'm saying this now, but I'm hitting you up. If you don't hear from me tomorrow, you hear from me Tuesday. I'm gonna need at least one of them bad man pajamas, <laughs> if not two, for a ten year old and an eight year old that are gonna fucking soil themselves. Are you really getting them one, dude? DJ fucking got straight A's on the fucking honor roll, dude. So you're gonna get a cat that won't die for like ten years? He asked for a kitten, dude. Like, first of all, I've had cats. I'm a, I'm a cat and dog person. Like I, I love them both. I had cats for 17 fucking years, and I have a Boston Terrier who lives from what 13 to 15 years. That's now in 20 years old. So if my there's roommate, anyone, if there's anyone on this show that can adopt a pet, it's probably me. I'm saying that my roommate has a cat, and it is 21 years old. Yeah, Wait, twenty. That's just twenty-one years old. You just got twenty. Uh, when a cat, I thought he was nineteen. When a cat hits seventeen, I mean that's so old. When a cat hits seventeen, you start prepping for the worst, and everything that happens after that is fucking bonus. Ah, the little mew mews. So, but yeah, Caitlin, we gonna we gonna chat. Like my my kids expect to come back to my house in a week or so to just business as usual, mm-hmm. but. The young man, he's he has 
performed above and beyond. What's and the plus? one of the it things that he plus. he asked for a kitten. He didn't ask for a cat. He asked for a kitten. A kitten. The Caitlin, what so. are these two's names? Kahel and Naratangi. How about this, Caitlin? Maybe you and I make some arrangements where we can bring. I can bring DJ over there, and he can mm-hmm. meet. He can meet them, and let him bond with his own kitten. Now, will he will he cry when he sees him? Probably. Yeah, probably. I, I would if I was his age. He's, I, he's I, definitely he gonna pee. Kid. He's gonna. I'm. I'm predicting he's gonna pee a little. But he's definitely gonna cry. I mean, he's definitely gonna be. Like, down, huh? He's definitely gonna be like super emotionally invested in like. Just kidding. You know. Um. So. How fucking cute are they? They're so They're cute. Adorable. All of Kate. All the kittens. I mean, kittens are cute in general, but all the all the kittens are kids. Dude, all the kittens that Caitlin gets are super duper. Yes, good. Hafizi, we're still at it because we're goddamn heathens and we don't Boo's know when to fucking shut all, the fuck Boo's up. Hang it on. Boo's hang it on to dear life. Booze off the chain tonight. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm my normal, mild mannered Clark Kent trying not to be Superman looking self. Hashtag, you better don't. What? Or. Boo earns, y'all. Put Just the remember that. Boo earns. Just <laughs> remember that. So, Caitlin, first uh-huh. of all, how old are those little babies right now? Oh, they're like uh, probably like four weeks. And how long before they are adoptable? About another month, at least. Perfect timing. And, and what is the process Perfect that one has to go through? So, they are adopted through the Animal Welfare League of Arlington. Um, and, uh, they're, uh, you can just look up the process, like on their website, it's awla.org. Um, but all my kittens are through them. And oh, so you can't them. just hand a kitten off to, to a bird. No, no, <laughs> unfortunately. Fine. Or fortunately. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm Allegedly. I steal them. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What? How am I going to, What? How's a black I mean, man will still black man steals kittens from white woman? Yeah, <laughs> love those headlines, Marcus. Those headlines bode great for our future. Like, woo, make mine a double. Like, I'll take mine hey, the old so fashioned way. Come over and play with the kittens. Dude, oh, like I said, you know my my, my son DJ has been bucking the hardest. Like, Izzy wants a kitten because DJ's like, I want a kitten. But, like, DJ legit wants a kitten. So I'm like, here's what we're going to do. You got straight A's on a roll. You fucking I, I, You are doing things that give me no reason to say no to you yeah. when you want something. Yeah. And so I want to do my due diligence and make sure that he is matched up with the optimum kitten. For him, his personality, etc., etc. So, so, Caitlin, Caitlin, um, Caitlin I'm gonna be in touch with you. Explain the uh, the names of the kittens. Oh um, yeah, so they you are, have a theme that I'm a fan of. Carry on. Uh, they're Filipino names. Uh, Kahel means orange for the orange boy, and Natangi means uh, unique. Um, cause her coat is like a mixture between a tortoiseshell and a tabby. Um, so the, I, the, I started with Filipino, but I'm probably going to do it with different 
um, cultures, different languages, like kind of like using the kittens as a way to like, uh, like shout out like area restaurants. So I made like the first post about them and like shouted out some Filipino spots around town. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, some naming trends, some new naming trends, uh, but that's that's what their names mean. One of All the right. kittens that she had before his name was, um, or he or she, I can't remember, um, Kimchi. And Marcus was very jealous because he said that he that's the name that he wants if he ever gets another puppy. I mean, my my adopted my <laughs> adopted stepdaughter, her name is Nori, and I'm a huge fan. Yeah, dogs named after food, specifically Asian food, is a thing. Yes, we were talking about Kimchi. Yeah. So, all right. Look, with that note, I need to get out of here because I want to eat. Yeah, you do. And Did you order your wings? No wings today. I no am. Wings. I'm going. I'm going a healthier route. I got things to do tomorrow, and you know, look, I love steak. I don't want to eat steak every day. I could eat wings and mambo sauce once a week. All and right. So. Let's get out of here. Um, yeah, let's let's make this a uh, proper show. Let's end this properly. And you know what? If I got to fucking take this goddamn microphone that came so highly recommended with all of us and hold it up to my face to get optimum sound, I'm into it. It's just part of the I mean, I can get you a bigger stand. I mean, mine's up to my face. Like you I mean, told me I have my, I have a, I have a, I know I, I know I have a bigger stand than you, Marcus, but if you want to donate <laughs> No. I've never seen that stand before. That looks weird to me. You haven't seen this. We've been using forever. Fuck off. All right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being and coming to the District of Misfits show. We're the podcast for the rest of us. The I don't podcast really for the rest of us. Who is taking it all from us tonight? <laughs> I have nothing left. Get a kitty. Get some pussy. Get a kitten. Get a cat. <laughs> and guys, never forget. Yeah. Hit it. Hey, push me on, face me.